Kron, what is all this bullshit outside, man? Are we still in Florida, dude? Yeah. Uh, There's like a thousand Union Jacks. We might have gotten invaded. Just our luck, right? Mm-hmm. So all this trumpet noise. How are you guys going to blend in? I don't know. I think camouflage has a stuff. No, you gotta drink like tea and shit now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the trash can on my head and just stand still. Okay, that's good. That's and then smart. what those guys do? I'll just yeah, right on by. Yeah, the trash men of Great Britain. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so filthy, man. The trash men are just standing around. Mm-hmm. All right. Fuck. What's what's going on? Oh. <sighs> Yeah? You were close. But I'm also really hungover, so. Uh, I thought you were going Oh, that's how we fucking that fit. punk rock band. That's how mm-hmm. we fit in. We just get fucked up, right? Because British people oh. get hammered. Dude, that's perfect. <laughs> I've been yeah. eating fish and chips every day since we've I been think here. we're fucking safe. I'm practically then. British. Okay. That yeah. was super weird for the Florida trip that you were eating all those fish and chips, but <laughs> it's lining up. What can I say? It's farm hey. to table, though, Kron. Like, there's fish, like, right outside. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, but- economical and, like, environmental on Dan's front. Yeah, but Dan's been pouring and mercury, mercury onto his fish. Yeah, it's high. Okay. I mean, okay, so we know how we're going to fit in, but what is all this for? I don't have a fucking clue. I'm drunk. I, I th- like I said, I thought we got invaded. Call the think- fucking, call the front desk, Kron. That guy... Liked you when we checked in. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you for calling the front desk. How can I help you? Oh. Hey, put him on speaker. I, he, he wasn't already? Okay. Holy okay. shit. Okay, he's on speaker now. All right. Hello? Hey, front desk guy. Hey. Oh, yeah. How can I help you, brother? Uh, Did we get invaded last night by... Like British troops? Wait, 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 wait. Somebody might be listening, Kron. We oh. need to come up with some sort of code. Hey, tap it out. Tap out, um, don't stop believing if we've been, we're invaded. I can assure you, brothers, nobody has invaded here. Uh, this is just the uh, preparation for the Queen's visit. Which one? Oh, like Queen, the band, dude. Not quite. Yeah. No, he's boom, dead, boom, though, dude. Boom, boom, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Tommy, you're a big boy kicking what? your can. Got a mud on your face. Gonna... That one? Big disgrace. Mm, I love the passion, brothers, but that's not it. No, it's the Queen of England that's come to visit. Holy shit. I thought she died, bro. Yeah, she's still alive. I guess it's a casket tour or something, brothers. I don't okay. know. Okay, all right. That makes sense. She's, she was pretty popular here. People love them royals. I, I don't get it, but people love it. Okay, what about our amenities, okay? Are, are we still, like, do we have access to, you know, a particular place with a... Why lie? The guy knows we're fucking going to drink. The, the scuttlebutt, dude. Yeah. Are we going to be able really to get to the scuttlebutt? scuttlebutt. Oh, yeah. You'll be able to visit the scuttlebutt between 4 
and 6 p.m. After that, it's going to be cut off for a private reception for the queen until 2 a.m. After that, it's going to be closed until the 8 a.m. the next morning when it will be open for you. God damn, dude. I think we need to check out early. Can we get a wake-up call before when the bar's open? Oh, yeah, I can do that for you, brother. This guy is fucking great, by the way. (laughs) Five stars. Five stars. Hey, I job. am to please. The hospitality arts is my dream job, and I love to do it. I'm going to set you guys up at uh, 8 a.m. Here we go. All right. Yeah, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. You'll be uh, get a wake-up call there, and you'll be able to head down to the scuttlebutt, no problem. Get some Bloody Marys, whatever you drink in the morning. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Damn. They still serving food? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. they serve food. They got that, that uh, hangover breakfast burger that's uh, real popular there with an egg on the burger and everything. People seem to love that. I'm I eat two of them in the morning before I hit the gym, and then I come behind the desk and have to wipe the greasy sweat from my face constantly. But, uh, you know, you can't beat it. I mean, Kron said you did look pretty damn good when we checked in. Oh, good. I appreciate that, Listening. brother. I'm, I'm putting in the work. I appreciate that. Guy's got his life figured out. Damn. Damn. Yeah. You know, what? Do you still have those scissors? I always have it. Yes. So okay, uh, I want to. I want to get a clipping of the queen's hair while she's here in town. Sorry. Hold. Down. Hold for a second. We got something going on off let's, off uh, book here. Sure. Let's sit, sure. Let's sure. Sit down at the scuttlebutt. Mm-hmm. We'll draw it on the napkins. People. People love that shit. Like. We're gonna drink. What are we drawing on that? You're going to plot in public at the pub? Oh, okay. That's fine. British people, are they going to be looking at all the pubs for plots? The queen doesn't have any, like, secret service guys. What are you talking about? She's the queen. Uh, She's got James Bond, motherfucker. Uh, Never. The gold bond. That's that's probably all she's using. Does she still have the protection when it's just her desiccated husk? Oh, that's true. How are we going to get that casket open? I think it's open. I think it's open. <laughs> it's at least plexiglass, right? We could get to that. Excuse me, sir. Hey, dude. Yeah, yeah. How you, can I help you? Do you know if the queen, it, this uh, tour is going to be open casket? I heard. Okay, speaking of scuttlebutt, this is what I heard. Not only is it a glass casket. 360 degrees glass casket. They're going to stand it up on its end. Holy so from shit. whatever side you're looking, yeah, you're going to be able to see inside that casket, brother. It Whoa. is a fucking queen concert. Yes. Front row I, I did hear she liked queen. They might play a queen song here or there during the processional. I, I don't know. I can't confirm, though. I love vacation. Oh. Hope they do fat bottom girls. Hell nice. yeah, brother. Bicycle ride me up, dude. All right. What time is it? It's fucking... Time to go to the scuttlebutt, dude. Well, he hasn't called us. Oh, shit. That's right. Well, they are still open today from 2 to... What did I say? <laughs> from 4 to 6 p.m. this afternoon. Okay. Then they're closed for the private reception for the queen until 2 a.m. when they close. Then at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, they'll be back open for your brothers. Okay. All right. Well, we got to find something to do until four. What are you doing, man? You want to come up and watch something with us? Oh, hell yeah, 
Travelers. I get off here in about 15 minutes. I'll come meet you up in the room. What you got on? Well, that gives us enough time to put our clothes on, I think. I gotta clean all this strawberry jelly off my body. I was gonna say, no need to put them clothes on, brothers. I'll come up just as you are. Oh. I love this place. On this week's episode of Five Day Rentals, Thunder in Paradise. Welcome back, everybody, to Five Day Rentals. This is the video store podcast where each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun, non-genre-specific category. But every once in a while, we'll take a break from covering irrelevant movies to cover irrelevant TV shows. That's right. It's another Thunder in Paradise episode. I am Cron Howard, joined, as always... By uh, two guys who often have black and white flashbacks. Bones and Laundry Dan, how are you doing? It ain't over for me, brother. They're coming from all angles. And joined for this very special episode of Thunder in Paradise. Covering episodes 11 through 13, we have the one and only from the Amazing Horror Drafts podcast... It's Brantley Palmer. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic now that you invited me on to this Thunder in Paradise app, guys. I'm excited. You Top of the list. Top of the guest list. Love it. I've been loving these episodes. These, I mean, I love all your guys' episodes, but these ones have been just like a real treat. Have you been uh, watching along as the... <laughs> nope, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, and I just... I didn't have the time to be watching two of these a week to try to stay stay with it. It's not necessary. No. These things. But you're, so you're roughly familiar with the lore then? Yeah, I'm familiar okay. with it from your podcast, which I think just makes it all the more important because this is how I understand Thunder in Paradise, the five-day rentals podcast. So you'd never heard of this show until then? Oh, no, I knew of this show, and I had watched it when I was a kid. I just oh, didn't okay. remember anything of it. Um, I mean, I have a bad memory anyway, but you know, this would have been probably pretty bottom-of-the-barrel stuff that my mind got rid of pretty quick. Um, <laughs> but uh, and I remember enjoying it. This was the type of show I would watch all the time. You know, I grew up watching, like, the A-Team and Knight Rider and, you know, all that shit. Um, so this was, like, you know, right there with it. So, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I wish I could dump this as well, Brantley. I really do. <laughs> Just give it time. We'll get there. Yeah. But unfortunately, is, we're only halfway through. What is wrong with you guys? Well, we I don't have bandanas on. This is all that I want. This is <laughs> everything. 
Mm-hmm. I love these apps. Seriously, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. These have been like so fun to listen to, especially I think because I didn't watch the episodes. So I just get to imagine how the episodes played out based on your descriptions. Um, but you know, for inviting me on for a three episode run instead of two, I will say these were at least like there's fun aspects to all three of these episodes that I actually enjoyed, even if the quality of the programming wasn't that great. Yeah. I- I will say I was a little worried after our last episode of Thunder in Paradise that maybe it peaked at episode, what would that be, seven? Yeah. eight, nine, and ten were real just rough, middling, like nothing much happening in them. <laughs> so I was kind of worried going into 11, 12, 13, but mm-hmm. I, I think Thunder in Paradise came back strong. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. I think, yeah. And it. I don't. Because I thought the same thing, Kron. I thought, are these just good in comparison to the last three? And I think they're much better. I, we got some budget. Oh, for I sure. Think. Explosions are back, buddy. <laughs> yep. But yes, I was dreading these next three as as well. Not dreading, but like, oh, here, what are we going to get? I know so. I'm dreading doing three episodes in one podcast episode. I think we this was a huge six. mistake. This was a huge mistake. So I think we're done after this. So this whole podcast? Think, no, just we're mm-hmm. we gotta reschedule. Brantley's gonna take this one on the chin for us and we're gonna Don't we only have, we only have one more three after this. I, we? Yeah, we might have to rethink that though. Because this is <laughs> it's too we're much. Finishes till December. Jesus. It's too no. much. Let's try to keep 20. it under four hours. All right. Well, we should probably just get into it then, huh? Let's do it. Probably. All right, guys. This is Thunder in Paradise, episode 11, titled Nature of the Beast. Uh, right off the bat, writing credit goes to Tom Green on this one. Once again. Insane. This guy was prolific in the 90s. <laughs> Can I just say something up front before we get into plot? And I don't think this is spoilers. Mm -hmm. If I was sitting in a writer's room and somebody said, all right, let's just throw something out. And somebody threw out Predator meets Schindler's List. Their new showrunner, right? Well, you probably should add. That's. that's, They probably get shipped off to Baywatch to. Oh, yeah, you you moved up. Yep. (laughs) So you threw those out. I'm the other writer that's going to say, hey, let's throw in the deer hunter as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. This one one has it all, I think, is what I'm hearing right before we even get into it. You know? What's not to love about this episode, basically? I think I'm the third writer that yells out monster trucks, and then someone says, (laughs) this is an aquatic-based show. Yeah. And I just keep yelling monster trucks until everyone's will is broken. Well, we wrote monster trucks on the board, Kron, and on the other side of the board, somebody wrote the monarchy. And (laughs) somehow there's a line between those. So, again, this is everything. Do you think they wrote these by, like, Mad Libs? They had to have. They had to have, right? There's just shit on the wall. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm the new guy that shows up and I'm like, Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right, guys, a young woman is exploring the tropical landscape and she sees a rare flower that she's drawn in her journal. Uh, she kind of wades through what is surely gator-infested water and ascends a tree uh, to rip this endangered flora and fauna from its natural habitat. As she's in the tree... We can see the predator is tracking her movements. <laughs> Did anybody call this like before? Like, oh shit, this is going to be a predator. As soon as it went to that color effect, because I, I was writing these notes as <laughs> as I was going through. I didn't. I didn't think an actual uh, Diablo spoiler fucking predator. I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is like a suit, right, or some like new technology. And yeah, I thought hint, we were going to have sort of an outcome like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then they just frankly say at the end, not of this earth, but holy shit. Okay. Uh, as she's up in the tree, the predator just starts blasting the shit out of the base <laughs> of it. It takes a while for this thing to blow up. Is he protecting the orchid or just hunting her a little a column a, a little a column okay. <laughs> wouldn't it be so weird that if the whole reason for predators was they were protecting flowers careful there damon lindelof <laughs> <laughs> all right don't send the guys the script okay just we plot that over eight hours. We got ourselves a fucking Max series. <laughs> it's like that is the idea. And it's instead of one movie, it's going to be a trilogy. <laughs> okay. Or no, they're, they're 20th Century Fox, right? So that'd be a, that's a Hulu, Hulu jam. Yeah. And it's a talking head interview with his bald ass saying, well, nobody liked Prey, so I took it in another direction. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We loved Prey. More like that, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut over to Brew and Jess. He's playing her a traditional Hawaiian song on his ukulele. Spence shows up not liking this non-English lyrics. He <laughs> rips the ukulele right out of Brew's hands and <laughs> proclaims, you're not going to teach that song to my daughter. Yeah. So was, uh, I was like, oh, shit, is this the problematic stuff they've been talking about with the show? <laughs> When this happened, because I was like, ooh, that's uh, not a good look there, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Bloated, brother. Trulani grabs the uke and says that in my culture, they call this instrument the wind chuckle, and it keeps demons away. Everything is a medicine to this woman. She's yeah. amazing. I wish Incred- she was in my life. Incredible she learned all this just in three years, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop Shh, it. Sorry. Macron have his moment. Okay. Sorry, you think she's just making it up as she goes? I, I, I don't know. A lot of her shit's been right so far. Stop. I think 100%. <laughs> what a rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's just a good guesser. Uh, Bruce Spence and Jess, they go, they go over to scope out some flowers. When they meet the owner, Brew seems to have some kind of flashback where he's uh, holding this man at gunpoint. <laughs> yeah, very, 
why doesn't he have a psycho Billy freak out in this place in this flower place? I think he does have a freak he does. out. It's not really yeah. a freak. Like he I don't fucking punches what, you, what happens? What would Knowing you call what it? happens? Yeah, I would mean like attack this guy. Like what? What are you doing? I think at first he's not a hundred percent sure if it's the yeah. same guy. Yeah, because he had that mask over his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not expecting. You guys were, you know, bemoaning on the last episode the quality. I was not expecting this heart wrenching, really dramatic, like first blood type shit. In, yeah, uh, <laughs> in this episode. As soon as it hit black and white, I was like, "Oh, for I got to pay attention to this." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This Is this the out. one they submitted? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, this is my Emmy right here. Mm-hmm. 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 We didn't hear anything back. Yeah, this this thing played uh, the shorts category at cons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy offers Brew and spins some wine. Brew has another flashback of having his face shoved in the mud by this guy. Uh, All these flashbacks are in black and white to denote past versus present. I figured you would turn it off, Kron. Yeah, I was pretty annoyed. (laughs) I think they were going to do the whole episode black and white to to make it even classier. That's when Mm. this finally hits Blu-ray, that that episode will be in black and white. Oh, fuck. I want the whole show. (laughs) Episode 11. I love how it's like at least what seventeen years in the past, eighteen maybe that they're in Vietnam and look exactly. I mean, you know, I know it's TV and shit, but it's just like it was very comical that they're still all oh, yeah. fucking age. So they're sort of admitting that they're in their fifties now, right? Or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started doing math like when I was like, "Wait a minute, is this supposed to be Vietnam?" I was like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. Like, that would it would have been so cool if they gave Spence a hairpiece for the flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the flower man starts telling a story about how he discovered a new species of flower. Uh, his daughter went out to Bowman Bay to find it. Brew and Spence are like Bowman Bay. That's a restricted area. Can't even send the cops over there to look for. Yeah, what's he what's he call it? No five or something? Yeah, some some like classification. That. Yeah. Uh, this guy, he's he's desperate. He's like, you guys got to go find her. Uh, Bruce shakes this guy's hand, and then immediately goes into flashback number three. Spence has to hold him back as Bruce screams, "You killed my brother." Dramatic. Dead zoning. Yeah, man. You can't even joke about it. It's fucking heavy. Mm -hmm. Is this where they start getting into a fight with each other and they like uh, brew punches Hurricane and then he like grabs him to hold him back and stuff? Mm -hmm. Okay. We cut over to Thunder. Uh, Brew brings up all this all this shit. Uh, Spence is kind of like, dude, come on. The war is over. Bruce says, 
for you, maybe. <laughs> this guy's still fucking. He's back, dude. He's trapped in Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, this show takes like when this show was made, they were closer to Vietnam than we are closer to the show. Right. It's a good point. Yeah. Cause it's been like 30 years since the show. Yeah. Well, yeah, Florida's closer to Vietnam, yeah. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Look it up. It's a map, dude. Yeah, but if... It's just if let, we go, just let we go it go. West. Just let it go. Just let it go. I got a it's globe like, right there. I, yeah, we'll that's do it at I've the break. It. We'll do it at the break. The earth is round, Dan. You can... <laughs> it's like the lady that can see Russia from Alaska. Mm. You can see Vietnam from Florida. Why do you keep voting for her? <laughs> right in every year. I know. <laughs> Cut that, please. <laughs> well, to be fair, he writes in Lisa Ann. <laughs> and big boobs. But they know what you, they know what you mean. They know what you mean. Yeah, you, you do a crude drawing next to the name. <laughs> Another one for Lisa Ann. <sighs> Suddenly, Colonel Thacker pops up on the video call, and he's like, hey, you guys are heading to a top-secret area. You better turn the boat around. I like that yeah, he this, reintroduces himself to the audience. This didn't seem like it would be on Thunder to me. They wouldn't. I don't think they would be tracked like this. Yeah, this why wouldn't they just start in stealth mode? That's all the time. Question. Yeah. Yep. Just like yeah. every time I get on the internet. <laughs> VPN. Watching this, uh, watching these three episodes, and <clears throat> having heard about it only from your pod, I was very surprised by the um, limitations that Thunder had, considering it's such a high tech um, vehicle <laughs> with such uh, amazing tech. I was very surprised how easily it was uh, duped or like found out in uh, many of these episodes. Yeah, it's the ultimate in plot technology. Yes, if it needs exactly. to work. It, it works. If they need to pull it out of their ass, they'll pull it out of their ass. Mm-hmm. But Dude, it's, got, it's got some pretty cool face recognition stuff going on. Holy shit. When it's activated. Yeah. <laughs> can't do it on its own to make sure. And it can't recognize an audio recording, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do feel we'll like there. every single episode, though, has... Have they gone into, like, hyperspeed in every single one of these? Hell yeah. I think that's how they've gotten out of half of the stuff they've got involved with. Like yeah. hyperspeed. Boat goes fast. I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Speed wins, baby. Uh, Colonel Thacker's like, you better turn around. Uh, Spence is just like, all right, we'll do that. Then he shuts it off and he's like, we're not doing that. We're just going to go into stealth mode now. Boys arrive over at the island. Uh, Spence has an M16. Brew has two Uzis for what is presumably a search and rescue operation. Never know, dude. Love it. Yeah, but they haven't been armed like most of the series this way. Brews also has a fucking riot gun. Yeah. As well. Um, who knows? It's restricted for a reason. You got to come in there. Oh, strapped. Um, mm-hmm. And 
lest we forget, like, the satellite imagery that can track fucking DNA. <laughs> that, like, pinpoints her to, like, a 10-square-foot area. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. They get off the boat. Brew immediately just opens fire. Just starts <laughs> shooting. And this is how it perfectly mimics Predator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anytime at the beginning of that movie where, like, they think something's in the woods, it's just firing like crazy into the woods and just hitting nothing. It's it's perfect. And you know, like, they were thinking, oh, this is our fucking Predator shot. Because Lemon oh, yeah. is just, like, one-handing every time he's firing. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't... It's I don't know, it's missing a few things. You yeah, think it's Hulk, one of those arms getting cut off. Yeah. You think Hulk got passed up for Predator? I think like, it think probably fucking, fucking rubbed him raw that Ventura was in Ventura it. Was he in wasn't. It? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how the, the guy, fuck? The guy that who was actually in the what was the SEAL program before it became the SEALs is mm-hmm. uh, he's pissed that the uh, he had the real cred and got that. I wouldn't be surprised. He's probably like if I hadn't if I just hadn't done SummerSlam eighty eight, <laughs> I'd have been there. I was world champ. Didn't didn't have couldn't do it. A lot of the guys privately called me and said they wished it was me instead of Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> I got the real script. It has me in it. I was. But think- I'll never release it. I was thinking about this today, though, because like when you read about this, it says that Hogan decided, "Oh, I'm leaving the show. I want to go back to wrestling." Right. That's why they just did the one season. Do you think that Hogan? Could had a really tough time separating himself from that instant gratification of the crowd. Like he did a lot of film and TV stuff, but and he's pretty good. I think he's for what he does. I think it's enjoyable. I wonder if if you talk to him, if he would say, I don't know. There's something about doing a SummerSlam and there's fifty thousand people cheering that feels pretty good. Whereas you know a TV series, you're working ten hours a day and you're not knowing what that feedback is. I wonder if they get hooked to that shit, and that's why these guys keep coming back when they're in their 70s, you know? Mm. I mean, I think if that story is true, that the show ended because he left and not because it was just being canceled or whatever, and that's not saving face, then that makes a lot of sense. Because I, I, I bet a lot of wrestlers are used to that. I can't let that be true, Brantley. <laughs> I think the... Because... I think at a certain point, his movies, um, like he was falling into mediocre movies at best. Whereas, hey, we haven't finished the filmography yet, dude. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, in wrestling, he was like the guy. I mean, he was like the number one top dude. So I guess if it's like you do Mr. Nanny and nobody likes it, it's like, well, shit, I'll just go back to the thing I'm really good at. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Because uh, this was this was before he turned heel in the WCW, right? I mean, this that was like more like mid to late eight, mid to late nineties, excuse me. And this is still early nineties, like ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, I think I think it's a little later in the nineties when like the NWO comes onto the scene, yeah. like ninety eight, ninety nine, something like yeah, that. Yeah, when he starts seeing his late. scruff on. Yeah. But I thought I read that he was stepped away, and that's why he did this show. And then 
I thought like three or four episodes in, he went back to wrestling as well. I don't know. I might be wrong on that. Like him on the pod. It's the only way to know for sure. (laughs) But was that by the time the third or fourth episode were were airing? Yeah. I mean, that could be a pretty big time gap. So, yeah. Mm hmm. There's a lot of VFX on this show. It took them a long time to color correct this and everything, too. So, One dude with a laser pointer. <laughs> All right. Brew is just firing wildly. Uh, we see from a vantage point high above, the Predator is watching all this go down. <laughs> the guys find some weird tracks that they can't figure out. Uh, Brew has more Vietnam flashbacks at this point. In this one... Uh, the flower man pulls Brew out of a cage and just beats the living shit out of him. Uh, he calls him Frank Sinatra a lot. I see the resemblance. Brew snaps to kind of beautiful boy- voice, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just love how that got nothing. Crunch well, continued. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was fit- trying to you're think- fitting right in, buddy. <laughs> I was trying to think if he was singing like in the cage. Or was did, I thought he, he sings did. a little bit later? Is he singing the uh, Leaky Leaky Highway song? I think mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you were a POW, would you just be singing <laughs> random shit all day? Oh yeah, you trying to DQ, buddy? Mm-hmm. Don't quit. Uh, Who knows how he processes his trauma. Looks like Brew has given up already as a (laughs) prisoner. I mean. You're in a cage in water. What do you expect? Heads above water, dude. Yeah, but he's not singing or fighting or doing much of anything. I thought he's literally. I thought he's singing to himself in the flashback when Hulk shows up. I think he only sings when he, he has Hulk at the end. What are you going to be doing if you're a POW? I'm just saying I don't think you would want to piss off the people who captured you. Like, you would just try to lay as low as possible. You can't let them win, dude. That's yeah. not letting them win. You're just, you're waiting for, like, their guard to drop to have an opportunity. You're fucking singing all this, day. This dude. fucker breaks first week. <laughs> who, first me? day, dude. I'd make it longer than any of you. He'd sell us out so quick. I'd get to like, the yes. I'd three. Get, planning an escape, dude. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I'd wreck you out. <laughs> then I'd get privileges, and then I would blow up the bridge on the River Kwai. <laughs> get a medal when I come home. You three, get a body bag. We'll be playing a Russian roulette, sir. fully loaded (laughs) that's the sequel (laughs) Mm -hmm. all right uh let's see bruce snaps to spence is firing on the predator uh once the predator is gone spence says man this is getting strange the guys find the tree they find the journal uh, Spence says, cover me, which seems dumb because Brew is a loose cannon with a gun <laughs> in his hand at this point. <laughs> Spence starts tracking the Predator, uh, but he gets zapped with a fireball. 
pretty crazy, huh? He goes <laughs> pretty 45 cool. feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode really showed to me the plot armor that these two characters have. Because um, there's a lot of stuff that should have killed them in this episode. And they're just <laughs> walking away unscathed. Not even like burn marks on them or nothing. Nothing. Not not a drop of blood anywhere on their skin. I bet they couldn't show blood in this show. Yeah, maybe. But, like, you know, I mean, you think just getting, like, punched in the face or something, you just have, like, a little trickle in the corner. Yeah. Mouth, something like that, you know? Like, but nothing. The end of each episode should be them with, like, gauze in their nose and a black eye and a stake. Yes. You know, like. They're not even sweating. That's- that's the show. It's, it's I'm a photo write, collage of know. the four weeks they spent in the hospital recovering yeah. after every episode. <laughs> Cut back over. What a great! Sh- that's a cool show idea. Where you end each episode with people just checking into a hospital, and then the next episode they walk out and they're like, "All right, what's next?" They so got a cast yeah. on and yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, Colonel Thacker meets him at the <laughs> yeah. At the front of the hospital to give them their next assignment. All right, you punk asses, you put us behind for three weeks. <laughs> You're going to Cuba. Here's a plastic knife. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and all you got's one jet ski. Thunder's in the shop. Thunder in the shop. Holy shit. Okay, we got it. Sorry, Karan. All right, we'll try to get through this one quick. <laughs> Back in flashback world, we see Brew stuck in a cage. Spence swims up to him. He's like, oh, dude, I'm so happy I found you. Uh, He heard Brew and his brother got captured. Spence is like, here, take my knife. Uh, There's also this whole thing about like a riddle. Like every time they pull Brew out of the cage, they tell him the same riddle. And Spence is like, I don't even remember what the answer is. A knife. A knife. Yeah. The blade or something is the same as tongue or something like that. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. That's it. Tongue and yeah. tongue and knife are the same word. Uh, yeah. And then for some reason, Spence says this whole damn river is a VC cafeteria. What does that mean? Uh, like they're fishing in it constantly? I mean, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that either. I guess just like crawling with yeah. Vietnamese, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they eat at the river and then they just throw their dirty dishes mm-hmm. in it. Or are they getting new dishes? Uh, uh, an American outpost that they overtook. <laughs> okay. Nice. Ooh, do, 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 do. <laughs> What's uh, that from? That was the Korean War. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever. That, but Vietnamese. <laughs> Is All right, he going to go for Hogan's Heroes? Let's hear it, Kron. Uh, did that have a theme song? <laughs> Hogan. <laughs> Heroes. <laughs> you like that? Spot on. Good. Uh, we see Brew. He's getting tortured again. But this time, he answers this guy's riddle. Gives him a knife right to his hand. I guess you see a little blood right here. But it's black and white. Oh, yeah, it's classy. Uh, That's how they got around it, yeah. 
Uh, suddenly an explosion goes off. Brew and Spence fight their way out. Cut back over to present day. The Predator is attacking. The guys fire what they've got, which looks like about 10,000 rounds. <laughs> uh, they eventually find Flower Man's daughter. She's still alive. Guys radio into thunder. They say, clear a path. Did you write Flower Man down in your notes? Yeah, don't they call him that, though? <laughs> That's just one. Uh, I think, I think just... Trelawney calls him the Flower Man. She says, you've got a meeting with your with the Flower Man today. Yeah. Yeah. Do they give I him just... a name? <laughs> I was just wondering. Uh, I thought it was fun. I don't want to get his name wrong, but they do give him a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have him as Flower Man. <laughs> Safe. I like it. Uh, they do find his daughter. They radio to Thunder, clear a path. Thunder starts rolling in. It's just shooting rocket after rocket. Uh, this gives the guys enough time to uh, get cover, run to the boat. We see about 15 slow-mo explosions like as they're running on the beach. Shit ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a charge, too, because you're like, that's from the fucking title. Like the intro, man, him running with that lady's ass on his shoulder. It's good shit. Mm-hmm. Did you did you point at your TV? I did. <laughs> Sam, come in here. <laughs> it's just her ass because she got hit by a missile. Yeah, her, her upper body was blown off. Fucking great would that be? They got to thunder and he like throws her down and her top half is just fucking charred. Fuck. Well, we'll tell the flower man we didn't find her. And they just... Oh, no. I think they give her. They're like, we got her. Damn it, Spence. That's the third time this month. Well, they're doing it for free anyway. So mm-hmm. Jump back over to the flashback. Brew and Spence have escaped. Uh, but flower man calls him out. Brew takes Spence's gun and runs up onto the flower man. Spence sees that there's a sniper up above. He runs and jumps in front of the bullet that's meant for Brew. These two guys narrowly escape. Uh, Spence is basically bleeding out. We see a scene where Brew is singing that Hawaiian song from the beginning of the movie. He's like, you gotta sing with me, because if you go to sleep, you're never gonna wake up. Fucking drama-packed episode, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some good shit. Were you guys able to take notes while you were crying so many tears? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd, I managed. Back in the present day, Brew and Spence get Flower Man's daughter on Thunder. Uh, Spence is like, dude, you gotta talk about this shit. Uh, Brew says that he regrets not shooting Flower Man in the head when he had the opportunity. He's like, I had him right in my sights, but I couldn't pull the trigger. It's not a bad thing, bro. Sometimes when they take the human out of a soldier, it sneaks back in. That's the nature of the beast. That's the title of this episode, guys. Mm-hmm. Take a shot. I also love the reference to like being human as being kind of the beast in some way here. <laughs> like they're trained to be like these unfeeling soldiers, but the humanity sneaks back in and you know, 
That's just the nature of the beast. Like, that's the bad part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if only you had remained a (laughs) a killing machine. Unfeeling killing machine. Suddenly, Thunder's hit. Uh, The Predator is crawling on the back of it. The guys hit hyperspeed, but they can't shake this thing. Not even hyperspeed can get Mm -hmm. rid of the Predator. It's got those, like, uh, plunger suction cup things. He's locked in. Like but you couldn't win- see it because he's camouflaged. Like a window washer uses? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like a, a cat burglar uses. Or, or Mission Impossible, like the next episode. Oh, man. You think he's got those gloves from Ghost oh, Protocol? So Bones, cool. whenever you go on horror drafts to do the Predator draft, are you going to use Nature of the Beast as There's one not of enough Predator movies, sadly. You have to keep picking oh. them over and over. We've drafted topics where there's not enough movies. We just make other categories. So, like when we did Scream, um, you know, there's only enough to get, I think, two movies each, and so, or one movie each. And then you had to draft, uh, like, best killers, best um, final girl, best, or like final character, best, like, side character, like things like that. So, we, we put up categories for stuff like that. Could we, could we do the AVP connected universe? Has that been sure. done? No. Very few topics have been drafted. We, we've only done about 25 episodes, so <laughs> there's there's lots of areas to go into. I think for yeah, sure. You're, you're the best podcast. It's fucking crazy. You figured it out after you 25 are, episodes. Fucking. You guys are very kind. Thank you. I, I, I'm glad to hear, you know, uh, you guys love it so much. I we're, we're thankfully getting a little more consistent, and I hope we can just keep it up. So. I think for Scream Best Killer, I would have picked Ghostface. That's nah. a good choice. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's, I don't know why anyone didn't think then of the that. Other, They're just the other guys would have to scramble. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's the loophole. Uh. Uh, suddenly, oh, Thunder's hit. Predator's on the back. Um, after that's done, the Predator gets to the airlock. It's like right outside trying to get into their gigantic underneath boat area uh it kind of starts like i don't know burning its way through the door they say a word and i backed it up so many times to try to make it out it was a very uh long technical word and i think it's i think he's like heating up the water so it heats up the door okay um it was a pretty sweet melting door, though. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, that was um, pretty cool. Salvador Deli. That was his name, right? <laughs> oh, the painter? I usually get the meatball down at the Salvador <laughs> Deli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Predator is burning the door Sometimes up. Sometimes you commit to something two <laughs> syllables in, and you just got to go for it. And, <laughs> and you went with me. Thank you. Pastrami's great. I hate how all the chairs have no decipherable shape, though. They're all just well. They don't want you to stay for too long. They want you to eat and get out. You know, (laughs) everything's fucking melting off the tables. (laughs) That's really good. I like how they dump half of your sandwich in the water and it starts to melt as well. How is this not an SNL sketch? 
Well, right? every time I go to the Salvador Deli, I can never find my way out. There's just all these stairs that just connect to each other, and <laughs> oh, I can't shit. figure out where the door is. Oh, did you guys go when those fucking elephants were in there? Oh, shit. Oh, you went to the connected uh, Escher bookstore. Oh. In the back. That's what that was. Yeah. What a Wait, nightmare. did I fuck mine up? Is, is, the, is the stairs Escher, too? The, the stairs is MC Escher. Damn but. it. Also confusing, so... <laughs> Was the uh, elephants him as well? No, that the was The elephants Dolly. Are, are Dolly. Okay. I love how you guys were able to like do good references to Salvador Dolly, and I just completely fucked it up with MC Escher. Oh, we're we're idiots, but we're art buffs over oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. This is all a front, man. Fucking art lion's <laughs> den over here. If it's two things, we love tennis and art. <laughs> nice. Uh, doors burning up. Suddenly the guys are thrown backwards. Brew lands on the ukulele. Kind of makes a noise. The burning stops. Brew's like, that's it. It's the uke. 360, bro. Brew gets up. He starts just smashing notes on this ukulele. <laughs> just not even holding it right. Just he playing. <laughs> Just playing it. We've established he can play it. Mm -hmm. And he's choosing to just not. Maybe they shot this out of order. Could be. Uh, This scares the hell out of the Predator. It instantly (laughs) stops melting the door. If Arnold only knew. (laughs) Spence yells out. He's in the water. Uh, Set thunder for neutral hyperblast. Hell yeah. Just three st- stupid words they put together. <laughs> yeah. The guys blast this predator with a, a laser that's underneath thunder now. I guess they used that to take out those mines like a couple episodes ago. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. The laser? Yeah, yeah weren't they, they like they, laser? They oh, no, because it air. popped yeah. them in the air. Yeah. No, this he, is a whole he new. He launched them. This no, is it's, a whole new laser. It's the hydra thrust. They're. He's just hitting him with the hydro thrust, but he's putting it in neutral, so he's warming it up, but he's not thrusting forward. That's what I took it as. We're diving deep on this one. Can you put a boat into neutral? Yeah. Yeah. How's that work? Isn't it little propellers that spin around on the back of it? Yeah, but you got to put it in neutral. You turn it off. Yeah. It's in neutral, and then it'll go. And then if you want to slow it down, if you you need it, you can put it in reverse, and it kind of, you know... Gives you a little extra force to slow down quicker. Well, does neutral spin the little fan? No. Oh, okay. But hydro thrust. It's like turning the propellers off. But hydro thrust might be. Neutral might be you're warming. You're just not pushing. Right? I don't know. Go downstairs, open your closet, and throw your Sperry's away, dude. I don't have any. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, You're going to get some in the mail. The guys blast the Predator with this laser, uh, which kills it. (laughs) The guys conclude that this thing wasn't from this world. The government was covering it up. That's why the island was off limits. Fuck yeah. Easy route. Easy route out, dude. We've had voodoo. Why not have extraterrestrial? Right? Yeah. Show has everything. They never show the predator, though. It's pretty disappointing. 
guess that you, I guess that they had anywhere near the budget for that. I guess it'd be IP <laughs> infringement at that point if it wasn't just some amorphous blob walking around. Well, they probably crunched the numbers and they're like, well, if we're gonna blur him out X percent of the time, why also design a costume? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is straight cost savings with this uh, effect for the Predator. Mm-hmm. That got them two or three more mortar explosions. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. Like shit, it took way too long I'd to say, blow that tree apart. I'd say so. Plus, they had to buy that black and white camera for the flashback. Ah, shit, yeah. <laughs> that was on real film. Hell yeah. Back at the scuttlebutt, everyone's sitting around jamming ukes. Not on VHS. Well, they still had to buy the special black and white. Yeah, I know, but videotape. It's. <laughs> I disconnected that Dan said that it was on a real film, like. And then I realized er- this uh, is early uh, digital, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is before Man or Rodriguez got their hands on it. And I bet they bought like the really fast VHS that you know, <laughs> high quality. <laughs> Back at the scuttlebutt, everyone's jamming ukes. Flower Man's daughter walks over and sets down a flower. Uh, Jess kind of announces that this flower is named Labellum Polanium. And then she says, what does that mean? Bruce says, it means Paul. Who's Paul? He was my brother. Roll, Roll credits. And roll a tear, dude. Fuck yeah. I thought it was cool that the credits ended with Finn on this one. <laughs> Did it really? No. <laughs> Sorry, I fucking missed that. Look, classy as hell, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean... The hello? Sh- uh, hello? Hey, am I on? Nick? Nick, am I, am I on? Am I on with him now? Hello? 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 Hey. Hey, it's me. It's Gus Traconis, the director of this episode. Holy oh, shit. shit. Yeah, what I, an honor. I heard through the grapevine a podcast was being done about my episode, and I, uh, yeah, I had, I had to come I paid some guy on the dark web $10,000 to hack me into this Zoom to come on and, and defend this episode. Because I, I, let me tell you something, I, I got a beef. Beef okay. away, dude. Yeah. Consider this the Salvador Deli. <laughs> we would have just, yeah. uh, we would have just let you in, dude. <laughs> Shh, hey, that was me. He paid the money, too. Oh, no, oh okay. Shut the, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, we'll talk later. Anyway, yes, yeah, sir. I want, my thir- I want my third by the time this bit ends <laughs> of the pay. Are you young whippersnappers ready for me to tell you about this, this, this damn episode? Yes, uh, please. Okay. So, let me tell you something. I love this episode. This would this was a cathartic experience for me being able to make this episode. <clears throat> I uh, years ago, long long before I was working in TV, I was I was a film director. You know, I directed The Evil. If you guys ever saw that that horror movie, I, yeah, I directed that picture. Real film. And, uh, oh yeah, real. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. We no 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 big budget, but we were shooting on film back then. You know, not the nice. v- but, uh, not the VHS tape used on this episode. No, no, you know. TV, different budgets, you got to do what you got to do, you know. I'm making ends meet there in the 90s, you know, before I end up retiring in 2001. Anyway, back to my story. Here I am, 
nice. back in the 80s. I'm still, I'm an old five back in the 80s. You know, I'm in my 50s in the 80s, right? You know, I, I, well, I hit 50 in 87. You know, I was born in 37. Uh, I'm 85 years young today. Uh, but, you know, still still out and about, still doing it. You look good. Thank you. But, you know, as an older, you know, as an older, you know, guy back in the day, I, 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 I mentor these young kids, these young kids coming up, you know. I, You know, they say, hey, uh, Mr. Traconis, can I come go to the bar with you and, and you know, buy you a beer and, and, and just pick your brain? I'm like, yeah, of course. You know, what am I going to say no to these young whippersnappers? You know, these, these young bloods, of course I'm going to help them out. Anyway, let me tell you something. I'm in the bar with this young kid uh shane black right he's telling me oh you know i want to get into the screenwriting i want to do this i want to do that and i'm like hey i love it you know who knows you know you could do any kinds of pictures let me tell you about this picture i'm trying to get made i'm trying to get this picture made about this uh sci-fi kind of thing about like this alien who comes down to use earth as a hunting ground you know still writing it still trying to work on it but you know it's uh it's a passion project basically this is like what i want to do you know this is this is what i want to be my big a list picture, you know. I'm I've been in these B pictures, you know, stuff like that. I want to get to the big the big leagues here. And he says, "Oh, that's a, oh, that's a great idea. I love this idea. This is wonderful. Amazing. Absolutely. I you know, oh, you got to do that. Got to do that." And then let me tell you something. Before I can finish writing that damn picture and giving it to my agent, I come see in Variety. Oh, here we go. Shane Black has written this movie called Predator. And it's about the same goddamn thing i told him about and i'm just furious but you know i don't i didn't do that thing where i put my screenplay in a in a letter and sent it to myself or anything before he had done this i hadn't finished writing it yet right right, right? he was just the bar so anyway exactly i'm talking to him i'm trying to mentor this young kid right no respect <sighs> no respect these young kids these days i tell ya i tell ya anyway this was my reclamation project this episode was me getting to come in and tell my version of the story that had never gotten to have a chance to be told before. And hey, look, I'm biased. Personally, I think it was better than the actual Predator movie. You know, we had Hulk Hogan in here. We had this Chris Lemon kid, Brew. He, hey, he did great. Funny. He did great. You you see those flashback scenes. Let me tell you something. You know what the, you know what the first Predator didn't have? Backstory. POW shit. We're getting into the real shit in my episode. And I gotta tell you, that's why Predator, the first one, I love Arnie, but no, I'm sorry. Like it's just it it, it doesn't have the heart that my story Yeah, had. it doesn't work. No. I love that we don't see the Predator. I think that's a great mm-hmm. great ending. Thank you. I, you know, it's pretty avant garde. I tried, you know, I'm it's art. I'm doing art here. You know, yeah. I want to make, I want to be like a, like a, a Dali as you, as you, or Delhi as you, as you all would say, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah, it's good. even if sometimes people confuse him with MC Escher, you know, Hey, art is art, right? Can I oh, go ahead, Kron. Oh, it's, uh, it's always scarier when you never see the thing. Yeah, not, the not even at the end. hundred percent, hundred percent. Your mind That's wanders. why Jaws falls apart at the end. You, you finally see the shark for real, and you're just like, ah, yeah, get the, get, you know, yeah, burn the reels. Yeah, get this it picture work. out of here. Yeah, great, 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 great. Failure. But exactly. Before you see yep. the shark, it could be anything out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unlike Predator, mm-hmm. it's got all that backstory. You know what I mean? And so you think like, oh, this Boring. is definitely going to work, right? And then they drop it. Yep. So you hit the nail on the head there. Now, can I ask about... Um, uh, what was the technical mm, 
how did you get the uh, the photo to show a little little pinch of red in those black and white uh, flashbacks? And what inspired oh. that? Because I had never seen that before. You know, this is mid nineties. I can't I, it blew my mind to think that mid nineties we're getting a black and white flashback and we're seeing a little girl and a little bit of red. Like where where do you get that? Like yeah. what bar were you sitting in when when you were here with that idea? Oh, let me tell you something. I think we broke new ground here. You know, that was something that I think had ever been done before that point, right? This is brand new territory. Look, I I wish I could get into the technical details. I wasn't the editor on the picture. You know, I I don't know what exactly they had to do, but I I sat down my editor. And let me tell you something. I sat down with him and I said, this is what I want to do. I want, you know, it's going to be black and white, but I do want to pop a color. And he goes, oh, gosh, Mr. Chaconis, I don't know if I can do that. That seems like, you know, that's what we're doing. I grabbed him by the goddamn lapels and I shoved him against the wall and I said, God damn it, you listen to me, you son of a bitch. You're going to put black and white and you're going to have a little bit of red and you're going to do what I fucking say. And then, you know, he was able to, you know, suddenly he was able to do it, you know? Wow. You know, I normally I try to have a soft touch with people, but I got to tell you, the Shane Black thing, it just, after that, it really, you know, it changed me. It, it, It burned me up inside. It did something to me, and you know, sometimes I, I I got a little forceful with people, and you know, it it, it ended up working out in this yeah. in this uh, situation. I mean, you know, it's funny you do mention that because you know I palled around with some other directors and stuff, you know, like uh, Scorsese, you know, uh, Fuller back in the day, you know, a little bit of Spielberg here and there. We talk about the things we were doing, all that kind of stuff, but I think they were just you know blown away by what I was what I was doing on this, and uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, they learned a thing or two yeah i'd I'd like to go and see their work after this episode and see what Mm. what they took from it you know yeah because certainly it bleeds over you know and i would like to take the emmy whoever won it that year and give it to you sir yeah you know that's that's really heartening i really appreciate you guys doing that for me i that's so kind of you to say i i truly appreciate that and i gotta tell you anytime you want to come in with a hollywood story it's my new favorite ten, guest. Th- yeah, ten thousand bucks. You, you've yeah. got a platform. I'm, I'm here. Hey, did you know Goldie Hawn was married to me? I was her first husband. <laughs> oh, wow, we could do a whole other show about that. Well, that's right. What was that yeah, like? we were married from '69 to '76. She was great. <laughs> yeah, you know things don't things don't work out sometimes. But you know, just because a relationship fails doesn't mean it was a yeah. failure. You know, you learn things, you go on and do new things. You know, I got married again to my lovely wife, Barbara Andrews, and we were together <laughs> until, you know, she unfortunately passed away in 2012. And so, um, and, yeah. and Goldie Hawn, she, it's not like she remarried. She's just been with him with Kurt Russell forever. She actually did remarry ah, shit. Uh, okay, to another mind. guy, and then when they divorced, she went and has been with Kurt Russell. Okay. Sounds well, like maybe she's just waiting to, you know, uh, she's just killing time. Point, until... on. <laughs> Have you reached out? <laughs> you never know. Gentlemen, I, <sighs> listen. Until, uh. I love Goldie. She's fantastic. She she was wonderful. Our time together was wonderful, but uh, I'm 85 now. I, I know. I, I, I. <sighs> I mean, maybe, maybe Kurt Russell has an accident on the next Fast and Furious movie. I don't know. Well, so, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, thanks for stopping by, man. Holy shit. 
This is yeah, really you got. I've good. never done one of these um, zoomy thingy me jobbers, so uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, anyway, I'll, uh, I'll let you guys go. Thank you for talking to me. Uh, yeah, Nick, how do I how do I hang up over here? Nick? I got can you. you I'll, I'll. Oh, okay. Wow, Brantley, all right. I can't believe Mister Dracula oh. showed up to tell us yeah, about working on this show. Crazy. Did I miss something, guys? I'm so sorry. I had to go check on my daughter. Is she okay? Oh yeah, she was fine. She just woke up. Okay, you know, I had to riveting. go, you know, get her back and settled and everything. And it, I'm sorry I had to run out there without kind of telling you guys before you know we got to the end of the it's, there. It's, it's a Zoom thing, man. You know, you, yeah. people got to run off. Yeah. So this is the director of the episode. He's just given. Oh shit! Are you serious? Yeah, you're gonna have to listen back to this because there's no way we could repeat all the information he dropped on us. Yeah. Damn it. All right. I think he's trying to. I can't believe I missed. I think that. he's trying to kill Kurt Russell. To be honest with you, <laughs> I think I'm just going to give him my he spot on the show. That? Something might get cut out of the episode. I don't know. <laughs> wow. I wanted to Gosh, help him. I had no idea. <laughs> Speaking of the, I can't believe that of the black and white with the pop of color. Do, she doesn't have like a red ribbon in her hair ever, does she? It looks it, like a sticker. It works in Schindler's List because you see the red coat later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just... <laughs> it's just cuz. Just, crea- just creative. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It just is. The guy's seen it that past weekend and did it at work. When- Shane Black's going to steal from him. He's going to steal from somebody else. You will, co- you will color every frame, damn it. Oh, yeah, Brantley, one by I'm telling one. you. Yeah. Whoa, there's a Shane Black stole from him? Mm. That's the whole story, I, dude. Uh, damn. I don't know what to believe, Brantley. It was crazy. <laughs> that was awesome. This is wild. I can't believe I, I missed all this. Jeez. Thunder in Paradise is back, baby. Wow. And we'll be right back with the next episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the box set here. Five Dave Reynolds special TV coverage of Thunder in Paradise. Cron Howard just took us through episode 11. So if you missed that, don't know how you got here. But uh, they hit skip 15 and (laughs) decided to stop at some point. Cron officially got us halfway through. So... If you're wondering how much longer this is going to go, be one third. We have three 13. episodes. 13. I thought there was 22. We have 31 more episodes to talk about tonight. Jesus. I think, no, okay, Dan, I understand. You're saying the totality of the season, not episode this 11. particular podcast mm. recording. No. Yes. Episode wise, we're halfway through. And I'm going to take you through number 12. Karan, thank you for doing that. Um, Brantley, thank you for for coming on, as usual. I'm loving it. This has been fantastic. Uh, We love having you. I love being here. Bones, you can leave. Um, episode. Jesus Christ, dude! (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I I knew he wasn't going to. Hey, Bones, I I love that you're here, dude. 
Same here. I love all three of you equally. Uh, you know, just like any multiple kids if you have them. You know? All right, Bones, you can come back. Equally, Brantley? Yes. I don't get like that 34%. Where's Nick? We need to get Nick in here. Oh, Nick loves me. I love all my kids equally, and I don't (laughs) want to start any beef with it. Oh, my God. It sounds so rude when I say kids. I I, I just use that as a, like a, you know, metaphor. It just makes me feel so lame. Yeah. You're a podcast daddy. It's fine. (laughs) Pod dad. My pod friends, I love them all equally. There you go. All right. But he loves me the most. Um, Episode 12, Identity Crisis. We start off with a giant missile being loaded and thunder speeding towards it. I don't know. It looked kind of like an average size missile on me, but I don't know. Fucking terrorist. How many more you got? You Can keep, we get all the dick jokes out of the way right hey, now? You, you keep setting me up. I'll keep knocking them down, dude. That's the name of the game. <laughs> if we got paid in Kron's dick jokes, we'd be fucking millionaires. You'd collapse under the weight. Anyway, a giant missile is being loaded and Thunder is speeding towards it. Spence engages stealth mode. And, uh... He speeds towards it. Thunder launches some uh, artillery towards a watchtower, which is where this missile is being loaded. Uh, he starts taking a lot of fire from the guys that are on the tower. That rocket looks great. Like the I one that, that Thunder the, the, shot? Yeah, that he shoots the non-lethal yeah. gas grenade or whatever. I, that <laughs> launch looked fucking awesome. Well, and I love how like the Thunder goes, non-lethal missile fire or whatever, <laughs> just so we know... Oh, no, this isn't an explodey missile. This is a we're going to just knock them out mm-hmm. missile <laughs> as if there were such things. It uh, it reminded me of like the A-team whenever they would like blow up a car and it would like flip over and everything. They'd always cut to a shot of everyone like crawling out of it to show that they were still alive mm-hmm. and the, the heroes weren't murderers, basically. Can't show this many dead people on TV. Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed right. to show them, nude because they ain't got no souls. <laughs> It's Corncob TV. I'm there not was... worried about it. <laughs> There's worse shit on the evening news. Where? I got a goddamn, what did you say? I got a goddamn hit on my hands or something? Like that. <laughs> I've been waiting a long time for a hit on Corncob TV. Was there a reference to his show in Scream 6? Oh, um. There don't, is. Don't tell me because I haven't even seen There's so many yet. references and I don't There's know. There's a reference. My favorite. Yep, because okay. the brother uses it to the chick that likes all the film. Oh, you got to remind me. I don't remember what it is then. He just says his show hid the name of it. Oh, okay. He's like, right. oh, that's funny. Just like that show with such and such. Okay. I but yes, you. Bones, there is a reference to I think you should leave. My favorite. There's a bunch of podcast references too. Yeah. My favorite killer We're in, not in, there. in Scream 6 is Ghostface, by the way. We know, Kron, we know. <laughs> you won, Don't spoil it! You won Scream. I think Red Letter Media spoiled the last Scream for me. I was, if, oh, really? I think, I think so. It might have, they might have been fucking with the audience, but it was enough that I was like, all right, I'm mad at you guys, and I shut off the episode for a little bit. 
So, uh, and it had only been out for because Jack Quaid came on and did a best of the worst. And wow! Oh, it wasn't even in like the scream. No, it wasn't episode? in. No, it wasn't in a half in the bag. Gotcha. So, hmm. so so they spoiled that Sidney Prescott became Ghostface Fuck. and was a killer in five. You confirmed it. God damn it! Sorry. All right. Sorry. Did they talk about Matthew Matthew Litter being the killer in six? How can he be the killer? Know, he just told me. Him. What? No, he means in six. In oh, six. okay. Not okay. Five. Yeah. Which one are we on? Episode six. twelve. Six. <clears throat> oh. oh, episode twelve. We're going back to episode six of Thunder in Paradise. Um. All right. These soldiers on this tower, they go to sleepy. Uh, Spence is laughing at this the whole time. Uh, he gets ashore. He connects the missile to Thunder. And he gets on top of it and rides. The, and Doctor Strange loves that thing out of there. What is he swim uh, pickings? <laughs> I like that joke. No, it's good. It's fucking good, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> you didn't get an immediate reaction, so I wanted to. I appreciate you. it. Was, I appreciate it. I wrote it I this laughed. weekend. That was a good. Joke. I laughed. Play the tape back. <laughs> yep, same here. Is that the one note you wrote? No, I didn't write any notes for these. <laughs> Back I pay at- attention. I don't need notes. He's got a, it's a, he has a notepad, but it's just crude drawings of Lisa and <laughs> You got to be ready to vote, dude. <laughs> it's your fucking duty. Here on Five Days Rentals, we say vote. Make it count. Mm-hmm. Back at the scuttlebutt, jamming Jimmy and Tone Deaf are getting the crowd rocking. Kelly asks where Spence is. He's apparently testing a new fan boat. Uh, Trulani and a guy have a strange encounter at the bar, and he starts calling her DJ. Um, He asks for some jerk chicken. She's just kind of ignoring him, but you can tell he's kind of bothered because he thinks Trulani looks like somebody that he used to know back in Detroit. If you... If you mistook a waitress's identity, would you still order the jerk chicken afterwards? I feel like it just to go through. Super awkward. Yeah. I mean, he ordered the jerk chicken first, I think. Hey, you're Heather, right? My name's Deborah. All right, I'll have a number five. (laughs) Just doesn't make any sense anymore. You just got to get up and leave at that point. I went to a Deftone show and there was a guy that we went to high school with who I could have swore it was him. And I f- followed the dude to catch up with to him. To his like, car. No, it was still in the show before the show had started. And I was like, hey, dude. And he turned around and I was like, wrong guy. And I just turned around. But I followed the guy. Like, I was so convinced. I still went through with it, Cron. That's it. We don't know until you Yeah, take but that you shot, didn't order you know. chicken from him. Mm-hmm. You- <laughs> yeah, you acknowledge that you did a wrong thing and you turned around and walked away. I mean, is ordering chicken an intimate thing? Well, and to Kron's point, like when you find out his relationship with said person, that's mm-hmm. even crazier. It's not like, oh, I think I went to high school with you. Oh, never mind. Right? Oh, oh we're talking Just, about Carl yeah. here. Uh, I thought I think he ordered the chicken first. No, and then he was like, "Hey, nope, 
you look like this girl that I used to know. I stopped myself from doing that earlier when uh, you first said that line. I really wanted to, and I yeah. I held back. So let's let it out. I mean, we're here. <laughs> I didn't want to lose any of my swim pickings. Heat. Hmm. Oh, Dan, did you catch this guy's drink order? Um, you better believe I did. Hot damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Hot damn. That Cam Hinkle. I'm back, baby. Can't believe I'm back. Stinker. <laughs> back on the pod. I'm whooped, though, boys. Why? Oh, what happened? happened? Well, what you, you might know, I faked my own death. Do you have a big well, insurance policy oh, out true. there or something? Well, I went don't, deep. Don't I went, say that, Mr. Hinkle. I went deep cover. Oh, guys. shit. I went deep, deep cover. For what? What'd you see? You guys heard about this Epstein fella? Yeah. Oh, did you know Epstein? I didn't know Epstein, but I know of the people that are more Epstein than that Epstein was. Oh, oh shit. This is talking a, about Q? We're talking, fuck Q, buddy. We're talking old school Illuminati. Oh, oh shit, shit, dude. Double eagle, bro. That's right. I was recruited by former special forces. And they put me inside, so I went deep. Can you? I am, I am raw, dude. It was orgies and sex parties working my way through. Can you? Damn, uh, I am whooped. Can you name names? Stay hydrated. Well, I, obviously a shit ton of sweet tea, dude. Just tell me one thing. Hell just yeah. tell me one thing. By the way, who's this sexy hunt? Hold on, hold on. I, I'm just so excited to be on the pod when. The Kim Hinkle shows up. This is a real. You're making me show. feel real good. Better than better than the I've orgy. Been, I've did? been hearing you. Well, <laughs> listen. There's diminishing returns with ejaculations. Let me tell you that, my friend. Sure. Was Kanye West there? I can neither confirm nor deny. Well, why so, did why did so you go into deep uh, underground cover if you can't name any names? He might still be in, Kron. What What was the point of all this? Because I'm trying to get to the top. I'm not trying to burn my bridges on the way there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Duh. Reporter doesn't give away its sources. Give the guy a break. Detective so don't burn his informants, okay? So you're not going to so, name any names until you've gone so to the tippy top. So if I fuck next to Kanye West, that's my business, okay? Okay. <laughs> are you peeing right? I mean, you are drinking a lot of sweet tea. Well, goddamn, your brain needs glucose, and your cock needs moisture. Let me just tell you that. So, of course, I was drinking sweet tea. Are I'll you tell smoking you cigarettes still? I tell you what, girls don't like smoke no more. Really? Oh, yeah, they don't look made you look cool. I, I, well, do the guys I'll still do the I guys still, put, still like it? The guys do. Okay, but I think when I when I say like, hey, I smoke, they took that as something else. You know what I mean? But Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so you got high. I don't... Dan, I'll tell you... I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, weed is the new smoke. Yeah, I got it. No, you're still on that. Well, now that I'm back stateside, let me tell you, it is... It's everywhere. Where were you? Kim... Well... I, yeah, I was going to say, so was, this was out... This I was, was offshore. Yeah, yeah. 
deep oh, okay. I, international waters. I, no I, had a, I had a buddy who's familiar with infiltration. He took me out there and he trained me and he put me in the mix. And that mix is usually four to one female. <laughs> Those are good numbers. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you have to do so much fucking to get to the top of the Illuminati? Because Illuminati's fuck, dude. So how how many how many steps on the rung of this ladder have you gotten on now that you've been undercover? I will say at, at one point I think my ass bumped up with another ass cheek of possibly a number 2 and number 3 Illuminati. Mm-hmm. So that's about as- Is that like shaking hands in an orgy? Yeah. Well, it's real awkward because, you know, our thrusts, we had a good rhythm, and then he got kind of synced, and then we slapped Browns. He was a little weird. I turned around. He had that weird-ass mask on. Now, me, I couldn't. I didn't have any mask because I'm, you know, I got to move quick. So I just put my hand over my face <laughs> like this. Oh, weird. I think it's. I thought it was more about the ceremony than the. So, that's what I thought too. I thought it was more just the pageantry of the whole thing. And do you, you keep know. a high out there? Do you? <laughs> do you do that thing? Yeah, it's like this. <laughs> Mister Hinkle, did did you just happen to catch eyes wide shut like on TV? That was part of the training material that my um, handler put together for me. Kubrick went deep. Is it always a bummer to have to explain who you are at the Illuminati orgies? Because it's all it should covered up, dude. It should it should be all name basis, though, right? Like you should know the other people when when you get to those upper echelons. Well, people use names like Isis or Canyon. You know, like that's what we go by. So, what was yours? Did you? uh, Yeah. What was your code name? Leatherface. Oh, I needed to keep a little piece of me there, you know, <laughs> little true. little piece. Did you get any of the nuclear codes? Mm-mm. Wait, so okay. you, so you were a Leatherface, but you refused to wear a mask at the orgies. You just chose to put. I'm your a lifelong hand? smoker. My skin's fucked up on my hands, so it like worked out right. Like mm-hmm. you seen a smoker's hand? Yeah, you got all those liver spots and shit mm-hmm. all over your body. <laughs> Is the Pope part of uh, the Illuminati? Can neither confirm nor deny, but I mean, he's cool for a reason. Let me tell you that. All right. Shit. The bummer is I kind of like these people. For years, I've been talking about Illuminati running shit, and then you get in there and you fuck with them, and you're like, damn, you know? Just like us, huh? Yeah. Yeah, These some of these guys got moves, huh? I mean... You build, walk build a mile a in a man's shoes, or you fucking jizz in his wife. I mean, you're gonna feel. I got dirty, y'all. I, I'm telling you, I went deep. Hey, I used to be can, clean as hell. Yeah, you used to apologize I, for cussing on this show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm worried that you're gonna want to stay in, Mister Hank. I don't know which way is up. 
And in an orgy, that's fucking dangerous. Sure. Mm. Why are you wearing the exact same outfits that Serpico did, like in the movie? I ain't seen. I don't watch that shit. Whoa. I watch fuck movies, dude. I'm deep in it now. They <laughs> wipe my Hinkle. brain. Thank you for coming on. We were worried. I think we should be more worried. Yeah, if anything, I'm more concerned. Well, I'll come back in another year or something. Who who gives a fuck, motherfuckers? Don't don't make it that long. That or I'll come back once I get a fucking other Netflix credit because it's coming. I miss that Netflix money, y'all. Yeah, damn. I mean, we might have a sweet tea category in season two. You never know. You're still probably picking up like a, you know, a dollar or two here and there Mm -hmm. from Netflix. Somebody's got to stumble across it every. I was going to say, I'm surprised you missed that Netflix money. The streamers are kind of one of the big points of contention with the WGA right now. It's kind of one of the main reasons they're going on strike, because they don't pay very well. Yeah. Luckily, I stole a gold amulet from the bottom of a dog pile, so I'm going to hawk that. So, I can, I can live for a while while we're striking. Just ask for a loan. You, some of these guys are bismillionaires, right? You'll look like an idiot, though, asking for a loan yeah. at the orgy. After it calms down. These are made guys, yeah. Dan. You yeah. edge a man long enough, though. He's putty in your hands. Shit. Sure. Kim Hinkle, everybody. So nice to meet you, sir. And you too, buddy. All right. Did we get him back? <clears throat> What's up? Sorry, my dog was barking. Kim Hinkle showed up. No way. He hasn't you been, missed it, he hasn't been yeah. on the show in fucking forever. You need to text that guy. He is mm-hmm. in some trouble. You, he's in trouble? You won't believe He's so clean cut. Now. Not anymore, baby. Not anymore. Do you say my dog is barking when you get home from a long day and take off your one sock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then my wife kicks me back outside, and I say, but I took my one sock off. So Mm -hmm. it starts a whole thing. Good night, everybody. (laughs) All right. Please continue, Dan. I need to take a minute. Trelawney. Carl orders a jerk chicken. He's very bothered by this. He asks if Trelawney... Is somebody that he used to know back in Detroit. He says DJ um, Morin was his girl who disappeared before their wedding. Trulani says, nope, I guess we just look alike. And she's like, hey, I got to go take a break. So she takes off. We cut back to Spence. He's tearing it up the Everglades here, Everglades on this fan boat. What some very 90s music the going fucking on. music choice on this. Holy shit. Uh, it's a perfect show. I have no notes, but the, <laughs> what, what is this? Uh, I dig, and they stay on this so yeah. long. They, I, I, that's one thing I know is watching these. Like they will have these like slow motion scenes or these scenes of like inconsequential stuff that go on way too long, and it feels like they're just padding it out to get to that forty-four hundred percent, three to four minutes. It really is. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is, though. I mean, 
<laughs> they got a, they got all the filming done, and they were like, "Shit, it's thirty three minutes." Like, <laughs> what are we gonna do? I think they know. I think they're writing that shit in there because they do it in the next episode mm-hmm. too with the jet ski. Oh God, yeah, fucking that one was like the biggest yeah. defender. But what is the decision of like? Well, normally this song would be used on somebody hacking. Like, what's the furthest thing from hacking? It's uh, got to be friends. Fan like boat it. on a fucking bayou. <laughs> hey, Jacob's band, they have that song. Let's put it in there. It's a good song, though, too. It's not a terrible song. It's, it's not very 90s. Resident Evil 4, The Bullet and the Blade good, but it's pretty fucking good. Spence, he meets up with uh, Patton here. Uh, he wants... Uh, him to record an ad for the fan boats. Uh, we cut to Spence. And he does. He records it. Oh wait. We I, cut to. I love when he gets off the fan boat because this guy is like, I could tell by the way you drive that boat, you'd have made one hell of a test pilot. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> He's like, you shouldn't have gone into the navy. Yeah, yeah. Based, he said you should have went in the air force. Based on how good you operate a boat on a boat, yeah. <laughs> It's insanity. <laughs> what do you think of my polymer undercoating? <laughs> I mean, it goes across the grass. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to Spence editing the audio that Spence just recorded for the fan boat. Um, we're cutting back and forth. Uh, it plays a video of Spence saying that he wants $1 million or he will use a missile to blow up downtown Miami. Something fishy's going on here. Did he say one million when the guy's recording him? I thought it was a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, he does. When he's cutting the tape together, he says a million, but I don't know if he says it to... I think he does. I don't know. I I backed it up. He says something like, you could go to a million other dealerships or some shit. I don't know. I you don't could know. go to one million other boat polymer manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to beat this deal, brother. Uh, Spence says that should do it. He rips off his face and Wait, gentlemen, what? grab your bleach, throw it on your head, go pick up the heaviest thing you can and set it down because the best villain has finally returned to Thunder in Paradise. It's Hammerhead. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Back from the dead again. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. This guy's got nine lives. I mean, you can't, you can't keep like him down. Can, baby. Well, shit, I hope we get him six more episodes on. Mm-hmm. No. No, you get Hulk Hogan on the phone. Did Dan right? cut out? No. Yep. He's gone. I want Hogan on the phone right now. I need you guys, to talk to him. It's a star-studded producer, night. Shh, sorry, Brantley. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sorry. You. No, I'm I'm here for you it. You know what? Five-day rental. Brian De Palma here. Oh, um, That's Brantley. Just, we'll get to him. Uh, thank you. I just want to thank you. I yeah, don't welcome. do that enough. I don't thank you guys enough. Well, it's All right. Gonna, You're starting high. Where's this going? Ma- I'm gonna make some money off of this. I got ten thousand bucks. Directly ripping me off. Hey, you got six thousand six hundred and sixty-six bucks, dude. Oh, sorry. 
ripping his face off. That's all me. That's that's Mission Impossible. You haven't done that yet, though. No, I got it written down. I sent it to myself. Oh, you oh, mailed shit. a you mailed oh, the shit. script to yourself. That's what do you binding. Think I'm I, I've heard that's mm-hmm. binding. I know of a guy I'm who didn't wor- do that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a world famous oh, director. You don't think I do that? I do that. Cron, I got lawyers. Okay. Wait, your fucking your got movie lawyers. was a reboot of a TV show where they did that shit first. So calm down, dude. And this is a TV show. Am I wrong? Yeah, copying another he, TV show. I, he copying me. I guess he's saying it's a copy of a movie that he made, which is copying an earlier TV show. I got lawyers. Which hasn't come out yet. I got lawyers. Okay. You're bringing it to my attention now. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's partially why we're bringing this to the world. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Uh, what is this show, by the way? It's, it's the box set. I mean, it got uh, Hulk Hogan in it, right? That's I'm suing his ass. Yeah, it's got Hulk Ho- Ho- Hogan. Good luck. I, I would caution you, considering his his history of winning in legal yeah. battles. Gawker much? Hmm. Well, shit. I'm, we're, this is Brian De Palma, the fucking ultimate Gawker. I uh, oh, shit. I seen the tape, the porno tape. Yeah, I know you guys are trying to avoid it, but I've seen it. I got a hold of it today. I don't think you can access it anymore. <laughs> you want me to send it to you? It's been scrubbed. What was the uh, the box thing you sent me where I send uh, the MP8s or whatever? Mm-hmm. The box, box you, score? You just send us blank audio, by the way. I'm already recording your audio. You just, you send me, like, you, it was like three hours of dead air last time. I don't know what I'm doing here. You got it. Anyway, I'm so I'm so pumped up and, and angry right now that I gotta sue this guy. Last time you just uploaded a PDF that was a bunch of crude drawings of Lisa Ann. Uh, I think that was bones. It wasn't even an election year. Yeah, I will say get out there and vote. Anyway, um, they were all signed by Brian De Palma. <laughs> the Big Show. Who's that? I don't know, apparently, I gotta go talk to this guy. Uh, Guys, thank you so much. I, I might cut you in on the, the cash that I win. Uh, Brantley, big fan of horror drafts. Uh, call me anytime. Okay? Oh, wow, yeah. thank you. Hey, I love Snake hey. Eyes, man. That movie rips. Oh, not much people do, but, you know, Nick Cage, you got to love him. Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, horror drafts way fucking better than five-day rentals. Those guys suck ass. All right, hey, I got to go. We agree, yeah. Yeah. Wow, thank you. I mean, Literally have never argued <sighs> against that statement. Yeah, this whole thing was a stepping stone to get on. <laughs> this we're Thunder in Paradise. That's Baywatch, buddy. All right. What 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 are you exp- <laughs> what happened? My my kid woke up. I oh, you're back. There. Hey, I'll give you one guess who showed up when when you had to take off. Well, I know it wasn't Brian De Palma because he showed up last week. Well, he fucking has his own speed dial, apparently, because he oh came my, in to he complain two about episodes in a. Oh my god! Yeah, he must have been angry about We're, something. We've been, uh, yeah, I tell you this, we've been saturating the market quite a bit with with uh, some of our guests. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, Brantley. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Ooh. Hey, I feel honored that I get to meet Kim Hinkle and Brian De Palma on on this episode. I am just psyched. You, that's you're awesome. one up on me. I've never met Kim Hinkle. Dude, such wow. a bummer. That's that's wild. I yeah. I got to meet Gus uh, Traconis tonight. So. Yeah, he was fucking kick ass. Mm-hmm. 
I know. I can't believe I missed that guy. He, <laughs> oh, man. You guys it's told like me that. And right I up your like, alley, how? too. I know. I know. Oh, man. Hey, you know he's married to Goldie Hawn? Get the fuck. Are you serious? Yeah. He talks God about damn it. Damn it. I missed. I can't. I can't believe it. Oh man, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna worry. I'm gonna be disappointed by that the rest of my life. I think. We cut back to Kelly and Trulani. Uh, they meet up to talk about what happened with the dude at the scuttlebutt. Kelly presses her for more information. Trulani oh, we get ex- Kelly in an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. I don't. I didn't even notice. <laughs> this is like one out of four she's averaging currently. <laughs> Well, she's still heartbroken from the whole Sultan thing. Well, it's just, I mean, it's bullshit. She's in the fucking opening credits, but Trelawney's not. She did kind of get her own episode. Mm. I mean. Ah, uh, it's true. They've saved her that was, twice, that was a movie. Maybe? That so. was a movie. Was mm-hmm. that the movie? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, Trelawney explains that her name is not Trelawney, guys. That it is DJ. Carl, at the bar earlier, was right. And then she takes off her braids. It's not even her real hair. She is from Detroit, what? and that was her fiance. She's just been making up all that voodoo ukulele shit. Exactly my point, dude. In three yeah. years, Bombshell. she has mastered an entire culture. It's incredible. Kiki Shepard, you're a great actress. It's a subtle. It's a subtle roll in and roll out of the accent too. Uh, Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy? Like, do it, do it for us, Bones. Do, <laughs> do the accent. I would love to hear it, Bones. To be honest, give the people what they want. All right, all three of you, shut the fuck up, <laughs> because you all in your head have done it. Whenever you watch these episodes, everybody does a Jamaican accent, but we're all conscious enough to go, nope, not gonna do that. But when we're not around anybody, we're all doing Jamaican accents. Okay. You, okay. It, Certain. I know I'm not the only one who's not doing it because we're not supposed to do it, not because they don't want to. Okay. You're making me crazy right now, dude. That's okay. You're allowed to do that. I. I mean, it seems like it worked out okay for Chet Hanks. Like, isn't he doing? No, he's kind doing of a, great. Wasn't he on an episode of Atlanta kind of doing his that that accent and everything? I only watched the first season, but I wouldn't put it past them to have him on. <laughs> I thought I heard he was. I, I really, saw his, uh, is it all gas, no brakes? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen that clip. <clears throat> Damn. All right, Trelawney hates that she has lied to everyone and explains that she was in a witness relocation program because she witnessed a murder. We cut back to Spence and Brew at their place. Spence calls Brew fat. And just as that happens, a smoke grenade busts through the window and goes off and a SWAT team raids the place. Are you making aspersions about my abdominals? I thought it was a good line. He's not that fat either. I mean, he's, no, he's fucking pretty shredded. in shape. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd take that. You know, yeah. Yeah. If that's fat, uh, I wish I looked. He He is healthier than Hogan. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right, they arrest Spence for stealing government property. Uh, We cut to Hogan. He's being investigated about the missile theft. The cop shows uh, him a picture of him 
Oh no, a, a recording I didn't authorize. Art imitates life, huh, brother? <laughs> Hulk maintains his innocence and gives uh, his alibis uh, about the fan boat, and the cop pokes all kinds of holes in the story with a timeline. Uh, Hulk says it was all a setup. The cop plays the video of uh, the video that Hammerhead made about Miami blowing up Miami. Hulk says that he's been deep faked. Well, he didn't say that, but yeah, the cop asks if he's uh, or where he uh, is going to launch the missile at. Uh, Hulk says he doesn't know anything that he's talking about. We cut to Hammerhead. He's underwater checking out his missile with some goons. What a nothing uh, sequence, huh? Them diving around the missile. That's the truly the, the two minutes to pad the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting a sexual charge from it, I think. You were... Well, that goes without saying with Hammerhead. You were as you were watching the episode? No, Hammerhead is getting a sexual charge from the missile. Oh, gotcha. Were you... No, I, just, I, I thought you said I was getting a sexual charge. You guys aren't get that, sexually get charged? Get that drop. Get that drop. Back. Well, I am now, Hulk. but not when I well, was yeah, We've been talking episode. about it. Yeah. yeah. I've been sexually charged ever since we mentioned edging. Mm-hmm. Back at Hulk and Bruce place. Which Little time? Jessica. <laughs> Little Jessica is asking about the situation with her father. Brew explains that it's all fake and not to worry about it. Fake news. And he's going to figure it out. Uh, We cut back to DJ, formerly known as Trelawney. Um, She explains, or she is confronted by her former fiance, Carl. He just wants a reason why she left him. She says she left him because she loved him. Or she left. She said that she left because she loved him. And she says, uh, come along with me. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, back with Brew, he pulls up a, uh, pulls up in his fucking sweet ride here. Oh, fuck I didn't yeah. catch what it was. Was I don't think it was a Corvette. but It looked... Uh, Maserati? I thought... I was no thinking way. maybe um, Nissan Z, like 300 uh, or something, maybe. Like maybe. Uh, early, mm-hmm. late, uh, late 80s, early 90s, but... Uh, he goes in. This is a shop where Thunder is. Uh, the dude starts explaining all the changes he made. Why uh, but- is... Th- okay, I, I hinted at this before. Why would they put Thunder in a shop? It, it. We are sold on the fact that Brew built this thing with his bare hands, right? Like, does mm-hmm. all of the upgrades. Seems fucking wild to me that the install of new engines is done by... Right. Again, yeah. perfect show, well, yeah, no notes, but... There, I, uh, <laughs> there, there were other people working on it, not just Brew, right? It's not like he's just renting out the space yeah. to work on it, right? Which, which yeah, even yeah. that I would have maybe believed. Like, if they said sure. something like, no, it's been in the garage, blah, 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 and they're, do mm-hmm. some, put a shitty little gate that he's got to go through, you know, like, they, yeah. he rents access to that little area, but... Yeah, it doesn't shock him. Perfect show. (laughs) 
uh, Brew insists that they need to put Thunder in the water as soon as possible because he knows that the feds are going to show up to impound Thunder. Uh, but before they can get all this done, the feds do show up. Uh, they hop onto Thunder. And of course, he goes into protection mode and shocks all the feds. So they all jump into the water. Uh, then he seals up tight into stealth mode and takes off. Brew was controlling shields. him the whole time. Did shields mode? Oh, I remember Batman 89. He yells shields when he's running off with the. Never remember seen that? it. I'm not wearing hockey pants. Different Batman. It's not that one. Catwoman? I was born in the dark. Doctor said so palm was I buying. Cut that out. That's something. Terrible. Back in uh, lockup, with it, Hulk's just hanging, singing some songs. Brew and Thunder locate. Uh, Hulk. He's singing a very particular song. What song mm-hmm. would that be, Karan Howard? Well, I don't know. I had to make a. And I don't want to miss a thing. I had to make a quesadilla during this episode, so <laughs> had to. Yeah. <laughs> He could have hit pause. Yeah. He's singing the... Could have. <laughs> Leaka Leaka Highway. Yeah. 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 You didn't notice that, Cron? I think I was making a quesadilla during this part. Are you being honest well, right a... now? Yeah. How loud was the sizzle on that fucking quesadilla, <laughs> oh, you, dude? You gotta get your... You gotta get your cast iron up to fucking molten... All right, you can finish the rest of the plot on this episode, please. Why? Now, this was your hey, episode. Have you done this where you, okay, so you put the quesadilla in one pan, right? And mm-hmm. then you have a smaller cast iron that you have on a burner next to it. And then instead of flipping the quesadilla, you pick up that hot pan and you put it on top. Cron. And you let it cook from the top. Please, Cron, yeah. let him have it. Now I've, now I've dirtied two pans. <laughs> Well, here's another way you can do it. You could also do it without getting the pan hot and put a piece of aluminum foil over the top of the quesadilla and just use the other one as like a weight on top yeah. of it and then flip it. And then you're not dirtying the pan because you got that aluminum foil shield yeah. in the way. See, that's what I was doing. I was using another uh, pot to press it. And then I thought like, well, shit, mm. if I heat this up, I'll cook it twice as fast. And then I want to flip it. And then your fucking peppers and all that shit in there isn't falling out. You just throw it in the microwave and hit six minutes. And- Ugh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Get the fuck I'm out of here, dude. I'm kidding. I cook it in a pan. <laughs> Brew calls for a harpoon deployment. Wait. Uh, and Kron's bitching about dirtying pans. This guy's notorious for leaving peanut butter spoons. <laughs> a spoon's a lot less effort than a pan. A pan's just a bigger spoon. Why is it dirty? You're going to put it back on a burner. It's going to heat all the oil or whatever. Can't, we're only on the second episode. It's dirty because you've cooked a quesadilla in it. Not the press top one. I don't do that method. I flip it over with a spatula. <laughs> okay, but you asked me why would you do that? 
under the, the pretense that you didn't want to have to wash another pan. And I'm telling you, you don't have to wash that other pan. The bottom's dirty. It's going to... Continue, Dan. <laughs> Brew calls for a harpoon deployment, fires it through the bars of the jail window, Hulk sets it up, and Thunder grips it and rips it, boys, pulls those bars, this piece of the wall, out of this jail. Hogan is hanging on for dear life, takes the ride all the way into the water. <laughs> I don't know how he survives this, but he manages to. Uh, they cruise away. A, Hulk a, of a Fast and Furious movie and the A Team movie both steal this. Like the grapple the door off the back of a bus, and a character jumps and rides that. Somebody's getting sued. Mm-hmm. This uh, was a genuinely surprising part of the episode. I thought he was just going to step back and let the wall be torn off. Yeah, but the fact that he holds on to those, like the rebar or whatever it is in the window, was kind of surprising as ridiculous as it was it's fucking cool it was cool it's cool as hell <laughs> i will say this it's kind of a useless grappling hook that you need somebody on the other side to open it up though absolutely <laughs> right mm-hmm. it's a team effort hulk eventually that's a fucking camera tripod that they spray painted <laughs> silver yeah <laughs> Hulk eventually skis on top of this piece of wall and throws up a rip him. Uh, back at the scuttlebutt, DJ, formerly known as Trulani, is explaining to her former fiance what happened. She says she did the right thing, but the killers put out a contract on her, so she had to leave. She said everybody would have been in danger if she was stayed. Carl and DJ confess that they still love each other. Uh, we cut back to Hammerhead and his crew. Uh, they have a launch time now for the missile. They're just kind of hanging out in the middle of the water. Uh, Hammer yelled, or Hammerhead yells at Hulk's face that he has on his hand. He's doing a fucking Hamlet to this thing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Is that Hamlet? Yeah. With the, okay. Yeah, I skull. think so. Right, it's a skull. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Thank God. Mm-hmm. It was Othello. Everybody just lied to you. Fuck. Uh, he's yelling about revenge that he's been waiting for for this long. Hulk makes it back into Thunder and tells Brew that it must be Hammerhead. Uh, Brew doesn't think he survived the last time he's seen him. Uh, that would be the San C. Quentin episode. Mm-hmm. Go back and check that out. Isn't there, uh, is that the last one? Yeah. Yeah, because okay. he was in two back-to-back. Oh, yeah, the first one's where he kills him in the Everglades or something. Yeah. Brew does the work to find Hammerhead here. He says, let's try to find his boat by chance because he'd want it back if he got out of jail, which is pretty smart, actually. And Thunder locates it. Hammerhead gets an update about Hulk and that that he escaped from the jail. Uh, Thunder scans. He finds the missile. Hulk says he's going underwater, as usual. There should be no terrorism on the planet. I agree. With Thunder's capabilities, right? Dude, that is a bold statement. Yeah, I thought you were just making a general statement, and then you qualified it. Hey, number one, I take a big stance. There should not be any terrorism. Number two, in the world. Dude, (laughs) super brave. Number two, in the world of Thunder and Paradise. 
how can how can this shit exist thunder should just be on fucking autopilot traversing the globe just scanning shit this sounds familiar to a platform of a very very awesome candidate that i always vote for for president it's a lady bones that all sounds good well well lisa ann wants to go out to the ocean for other reasons (laughs) i love big missiles it all sounds good and well, Bones, but eventually it comes down to, like, who's watching the Watchers, you know, who's... Fucking Damon Lindelof. God damn it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, you know, when it's patrolling on autopilot, isn't that technically AI, you know, oh, like a shit. program that's being used to run it? You know, is this going to bring on Judgment Day? God, I hope. Please. Damn, dude, you're a Skynet advocate. Fucking blow me away at a fucking playground. Why are you at a playground? Why are you there? (laughs) I don't want to be. Please end it. All right. Hulk goes underwater. They want to take out both the missile and the boat. We got a countdown of about eight minutes here. Hammerhead sees thunder. They take off. They fight. Hammerhead and his goons, they start firing on Thunder. Hulk finds the missile. Hammerhead dives in after him. Hulk and Hammerhead do their best underwater battle fight again uh, while Brew takes out all the other boats. Uh, They separate underwater. uh, And the missile starts to launch. Hammerhead hightails it out of there. He gets back on his boat because he knows the missile's going to launch. Hulk pushes the missile off the launch pad, and he saves the day. Hulk gets back to Thunder. Thunder sees another boat heading towards them. I believe this is the Feds. I think it's not Hammerhead's boat. Mm-mm. I think this is the Feds. Uh, Brew analyzes the boat, the boat that's coming at him with Thunder, and recognizes that it's graphite, graphite. and a laser graphite, and a laser. Well- <laughs> It says graphite, and then they both like look at each other, and they go graphite. Like, Gotta love graphite. Yep. <laughs> a laser pops up and disintegrates the boat, and they both laugh. Uh, Brew and Hulk they hit the hyperspeed. They find Hammerhead's boat. Thunder just straight up runs through fucking Hammerhead's boat, causing it to blow up. <laughs> uh, Hammerhead's not very happy. Hammerhead had thunder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hammerhead killed Hogan. He could have killed Hogan. Yeah, but what? I don't know. Perfect show. No notes. Again, yeah, perfect. No notes. Again. All right. DJ is now formerly known as Trulani. She explains that this is her life and she can't leave. She wants Carl to stay there, but he explains that he's already married. That she took, that it's been too long. She's happy for him and he promises that he will never tell. This is guy Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hulk explains that Hammerhead was taken. I think he to prison. He does say like, like we were together three years ago. I had to move on. <laughs> I'm gonna well, waste my question. Waste my life. Do you think it was like an honest? Like he just came upon this resort in the scuttlebutt and just you know happened upon her, or do you think he was actually researching and trying to find closure? I get nothing to think that it's the latter. 
Yeah, it I seems didn't either. Just random. But it, yeah, yeah. And again, perfect no, perfect show, yeah. no notes. It just it feels weird if it's random and he just happens upon her. And all you would need to do is just have him walk up to her with his new wife, or like he's at the resort there with her, mm-hmm. right? Because otherwise, now he's saying he's married, though. but he's at a resort by himself. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Maybe it's their own business, baby. Yeah, this is definitely the type of place that a business puts a salesman up in. He came in for the monster jam. <laughs> it's that's next yeah, week, though. What, you got a week ahead? Yeah, early, dude. Okay. Maybe he's playing some golf. Maybe he's on a Buds tour, dude. All right. Hulk's back at his place. He explains that Hammerhead was taken to prison, and he promises to wear him like a coat if he ever would get out. And he says, I don't think he can ever break out. Uh, Hulk also says that he would be too big to fit Hammerhead. Mm-hmm. Hulk says this. Or Hulk says he doesn't think he'd ever break out of prison again. Out of nowhere, Hammerhead jumps out from behind the sofa and starts choking Hulk. They wrestle on the floor. A what the fuck moment coming here. Hulk goes for the sleeper hold, reaches down, rips off his face. It was brew the whole time. <laughs> Classic. So funny to impersonate the guy who tries to murder your dad. <laughs> I also do love how the uh, mask that covers the face somehow changes their bodies to be more muscular mm-hmm. and the proper larger size if needed. It's good tech. It's amazing. It's a bodysuit. It's a car. <laughs> yeah, it's a car heart. They just only there. take off the head part. <laughs> And that's it, guys, for episode 12. But lucky for you, listener, I I have one more. Identity Crisis is the name of the episode, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The next Uh, one. Doesn't it seem fucking wild that the the main plot and the subplot of this, they figured out a way to run in parallel stories about stolen identity? Like, I think it's important to call out some of the impressive stuff about this show, mm-hmm. like to actually write in that, oh, Trelawney is in witness protection and not really Trelawney. Set against fucking... Brantley, it seems like you're understanding what I'm saying. It's just mm-hmm. for this type of show, this is like too good of a... It should be just like one or the other, right? This is why writers' rooms are important. And yeah. You get the people in there who can craft a strong B story that ties into the A story. Uh, this is great stuff. Yeah. This, I, like I said, I I was surprised by how good some of the stuff in some of these episodes was. Okay, they, let's they be honest. This show. was a this was a D into a C. Okay. I was expecting an F. So okay, pleasantly surprised. I also used to always love the episodes of uh, Knight Rider when there was like the evil twin version of him, of Michael Knight with the mustache and everything. So this sort of played off of that a little bit. Did you say don't say that? Did those scare you, Dan? No, I just don't want to cover that whole series. (laughs) Knight Rider? (laughs) Yeah. We did say like when we first started out with Thunder in Paradise that like it it fucking works like somehow 
It really does. Yeah, besides, and like I said, I think it's back. Besides the previous three episodes, I think it's managed to work. <laughs> yeah, that second movie, I don't know who put that together. Second but movie was better than the episodes that came after it. I think so. But also, I think it was just an episode that they went, all right, that one, stretch that one. Mm-hmm. Where this one, I think, would have been a good candidate as a movie. I think the Vietnam bike would have been again. Yeah, I think you're right yeah. too. I think either of these would have been better than that. Vietnam yeah, the Vietnam kind of explains the least fat on it. And you could, yeah, you know, gone a little further. Well, it also explains kind of how they met too. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, why wouldn't you put that in there? How does Kelly treat Trelawney going forward? Like, do you Whoa. feel weird calling her? Well. Like does after she's she revealed herself and stuff, like because yeah, because in the next episode, people do refer to her as Trilana, but I don't think I don't think Kelly does. Kelly's don't not see there. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good point. Well, does she just go back to doing the like Trelawney <laughs> voice and how? Yeah, hundred percent. Because she yes. she starts mentioning all sorts of voodoo or yep. like sort of Creole, whatever that uh, Jamaican. Yeah, it's just like, so it's so weird to be like yeah. Like, Dude. finally, I can be my real self. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, I'm going back. I'm, I'm too deep. I'm like, That's something... or, or maybe she can only be her real self with Kelly. And so, you know, we just haven't seen that yet. That's Listen, I've say. been there. When you get deep, you get <laughs> yeah, locked in and you are deep. Never fucking logs off. Jesus. What are you, Mr. Hinkle? I got the Verhoeven problem today, apparently. Yeah, I'm just popping this. back in. I'm sorry. I've been away from computers. I've been knee-deep in puss, man. This is... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> this is such a different... It's just so funny. It's so interesting hearing you say, you know, all of this stuff, Mr. It's Inkle, so foul. So it's cut. so foul. It mm-hmm. really is. You go take a smoke break and think about what you said. Okay. Are you tonight? Are you vaping now? It's not well, so I'm, popular. To- I'm snoozing. Uh, I'm patching. I'm vaping. I'm do- you know. It's got to keep that steady. So oh, you're, you're probably getting more nicotine now that you're doing all these things at once. Is there loads of drugs at these things? It, like, Kron, you're just- on to something that might have something to do with my change in personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're operating at like 50 milligrams of yeah nicotine. All right. All right, I got to get off here because this this Internet Explorer says I need to edge. So I I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna it's do just it. A new, it's just a new Internet thing. It's a new Internet. All right. Well, Episode twelve. Good job, dudes. Uh, it's thanks, so good Mr. to see Hinkle. you again. Take care, Mr. Hinkle. <laughs> Stick around. I no don't. All right, welcome back. Episode 13, part three of this extended box set episode. Thank you for hanging in there, Brantley. You're a champ. Oh, I'm, I'm loving it. Let's Absolute do it. champ. So uh, you were telling us at the break that you were uh, 
almost a little uncomfortable by some of the things that Kim Hinkle said. So um, hopefully the remainder of this episode is is clean. Now, I didn't hear that. I'll hear when I edit this, but um, mm-hmm. hopefully this episode will. And it's a, it's a royal regal episode, right? There's no yeah. reason for this one to get dirty. Of course. Right? It is. This is- it- it is really nice for us to have a guest on that has even a shred of dignity to them. <laughs> <laughs> because we have so, so little ourselves. <laughs> but that's that's the five-day rentals charm, right? Like, it's we, we play in the mud. So we so people can come play, get a little dirty, and, and get out, right? Like, everybody's got to work that shit out. Mm-hmm. Bad impressions, worse jokes. Just this is this is yeah, an open mic, baby. So he can just he can be <laughs> top of his game on horror hey, drafts. Hey guys, I quit. <laughs> why? You say why? Yeah. Dan, don't don't steal. You my fired bits. me earlier. <laughs> don't steal my bits, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna. We quit. just said that this one was gonna fly. All right. We've been promising too I mean, much for season I, two. I've, I've I've been called in as relief pitcher here. It's time to go. We're getting into Queen of Hearts. He doesn't know what that reference means. Yeah. What pitches would you have? Yeah. What's what's your all right? Ready? He's not even looking. No, I'm looking. Are you, are you a you, classic like three pitch type of guy? What do you mm-hmm. got? What do you got? Oh, that's a curve, Karan. Oh, we're going slider. Oh, knuckle. It's whatever the fuck I want it to be. Me and the catcher work out our own signals. <laughs> that's uh, that's in the locker room later, bro. <laughs> Were you doing a ripper? I did. Are you doing a shocker? <laughs> yeah. Ripper, uh, Brantley, is actually Hulk Hogan's move from No Holds Barred. Uh, it's not a sexual thing. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I don't know. I was a little lost. <laughs> it is for me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Queen of Hearts, dudes. My girl We're on loves the beach. some Ripper, dude. <laughs> All right. Bear with me here. It's family day. Okay. Brew, Jess, and RJ. They're out for a nice jet ski ride. We got Edward finally in this episode. And he's off with some uptight Brit lady. But more on that later. And we also got this stacked, and that's about as imp- as a inappropriate I'll get, uh, woman walking up the beach. But guys, that's not what's important. What's important is the three fucking monster trucks cruising down the beach. We got a cowboy riding atop one of these bad boys, and he's calling out Spence. They pull up. They form a little fucking stagecoach-type circle with their monster trucks. Spence is like, uh, just stay with Brew. I gotta go defend my honor. And they fucking throw down this cowboy and Spence. This cowboy gets off. He's he's like whipping Spence at first. And the crowd is loving this. People are cheering. There's a lady who's like, hog tie him. And Brew's like, come on, man. You got this fucking guy. One guy throws the uh, cowboy a lead pipe. Luckily, somebody kind of stops that. But RJ and this cowboy, they go on for what seems like six minutes. This is a long fight. Finally, they're smashed up against this car. Spence is like, uh, we got a big enough crowd. 
This cowboy's like biggest what? I've seen. <laughs> biggest I've seen. RJ throws this dude in the sand and he starts mo- monologuing. He says, let me introduce Amarillo Dokes, owner and lead driver of the Amarillo Monster Truck Extravaganza. Fucking Amarillo comes in and he says it's the largest and most terrifying battle of human flesh and hot steel in the entire universe. If they ain't got a fucking Plagor, they can get the fuck out. They're saying hot flesh and steel. Mm-hmm. Plagor. We lock down that Plagor. Seek that Plague-or. out. Plagor. <laughs> They're saying. It's such a. Sorry, go. go. No, please. I was saying, if it's such a big. Uh, you know, monster truck show. Why does he need to drum up this business on a on a beach and wait till there's a big enough crowd? I mean, RJ is he is the beach, right? He is this town. He is this area. You get RJ, you get everybody. It's why you want him to sell your fan boat. Cron, did you get right? the email he sent of the? Of his own writing for Thunder in Paradise this week. His spec scripts? Yes. <laughs> okay. Listen, I like to write, okay? Sometimes I develop stories. Sometimes I go on podcasts and I share those stories. Okay? And sometimes I send my friends spec scripts. They get a little dirty. But they're among friends. So... Let's maybe keep it that way. And let's get back to Amarillo and the monster truck extravaganza. Okay? I, th- I think, too, why drum up business let's this way? Like, leave it. These guys can't turn it off, Brantley. I mean, they're... <laughs> this is maybe. world famous wrestler Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. All right. Spence says, hey, I'm going to be there tonight. I'm in the jam. And Amarillo is donating $5,000 to make a wish once I beat his fat ass. Meanwhile, while this was going on, we talked about this hot chick that was walking up the beach. She looks around a little bit and she spots Brew. She starts walking towards him and she drops like a newspaper or magazine clipping with Brew's picture on it. Brew spots this chick and he walks over. He says, you look familiar. Weren't we married once? She's you- DJ. <laughs> Are you from Detroit? She I mean, says, this, is ex- "This is exactly how I picked up my wife." There is a crazy part too, where it's like as she's walking up, Brew is standing next to Jess, and he's just like, "Hey, are you all right here?" Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, Brew's I guess. gotta go somewhere." Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time she's been kidnapped, right? Yeah, how they sent her to England. She's, she's constantly in danger. Just to abandon a six-year-old on the beach. Well, to... you're going 50 feet away. Uh, he goes further than that on a jet ski. That's true, <laughs> because uh, they do... Spence is back by that time. They do speed off for a uh, uh, future sequence. So... Uh, our cowboy here, he meets Jess. They're introduced. She wants him to sign an autograph on her uh, action figure of him that she has. Spence says something about, uh, he's still trying to charm the women, huh? Well, women in trucks. What else is there? Now, that, guys. That's really confusing because, like, if you were a fan of Gravedigger and you met the guy who drove it, 
I would imagine he'd have like a little toy model of Gravedigger. Mm-hmm. Not like, hey, my name's Hal Halbertson. Here's a doll of me, <laughs> the driver of the Gravedigger. Yeah. But Amarillo is Amarillo. He's a character, right? Like he's name name one monster truck driver. <laughs> I was literally thinking about that before this episode, asking that, but about a different part. <laughs> Not the truck. Name the driver. <laughs> you got me there, but still a perfect show. No notes. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right. Now, you gotta love his life philosophy, right? Women and trucks. What else is there? Now, I myself. Uh, 24-7 have an existential crisis going on, deep depression, constant anxiety. Uh, I envy the idiot Mm. that can simplify his life to trucks and women. So uh, good on you, Terry. No music, no movies, nothing to entertain yourself with except trucks and women. I mean. But if that's all you need, that's all you need. I seek all that other shit out because internally I'm all fucked up. Right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. If you could limit it to two things, what would it be? Hmm. I think music would be pretty fucking high up there. Probably tunes and fucking. (sighs) I mean, if we could do three, I think I'd be all right. (laughs) You said two. I know. Don't change the rules now that you get to go. I'm not changing the rules. I pick fucking twice. Nice. <laughs> you guys know me. It's all about family. Oh shit! Oh wow! Spot that was pitch perfect, Vin Diesel. I thought you guys probably thought he came pitch on. Black. Right? Pitch you guys black. thought that was another guest coming on. I but. did. I was gonna let him introduce himself <laughs> uh, before the buds tour. I made Dan watch the new Fast X trailer with our buddy mm. Steve, who also loves Fast and Furious, and. Dan had a mental breakdown. Because, <laughs> Dan, you haven't really watched any of the others, right? I've watched the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and that was on the way. That was in a huge van that had a TV on the way to St. Louis to see Edema. Drive nice. faster. <laughs> Is that what you kept screaming <laughs> while you were watching Fast and Furious? <clears throat> and then I haven't watched any... But I joked that I did want to do Fast X, and I wasn't going to watch any of the rest of them. Nice. Yeah. No context for any of it. But then Bones is like, I'd just be explaining shit the whole time. I'd be like, yeah, it sounds like a great podcast. It, yeah, it would take us eight hours. <laughs> All right. So Brew and our mystery lady, they take off, and they are having a jet ski flirting montage. All right. We got figure eights and sweet jumps. Now, the music playing during this sequence should be the fanboat music, and the fanboat music should be this music. I Again, agree. perfect show, no notes. <laughs> Stop. Maybe switch that on the Blu-ray. All right. <laughs> now, let's go back to the beach. I'm sure they- they've kept all the isolated elements for Thunder <laughs> in Paradise. They can just drag and drop that shit. <laughs> Don't you mean let's go bash to the beach? Nice. All right. This uptight British lady, she is uh, uh, walking through Edward 
or walking Edward through a uh, uh, what would be a metal ceremony that he's going to be getting from the uh, from the queen. And you're going the queen. Yeah. The actual fucking queen apparently is coming to this resort to give Edward a medal. Now it's, it's paradise, you know. Mm-hmm. Now she's walking him through like what the ceremony will be. And one of the things she's talking about is like, I'm going to be off to the side. She's definitely inserting herself. Like I'm the number one secretary. All right. So the whole time I'm going to be here. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand the queen this scepter. And she fucking opens up this box and there's a sweet royal scepter. And fucking DJ, I mean, Trelawney comes up and she's like, oh shit, dude, let me touch that. And they're like, no. And Edward's like, uh, one does not seize the royal scepter like so much cotton candy. And Trelawney's like, but I know it's fake, so let me touch the shit. And the woman's like, no, even though it's fake, we got to act like this is fucking for real. All right. So you not- do the English accent, but not the Jamaican. Uh, oh. Because, like, my Jamaican is, like, so good. <laughs> it's, like, not even funny. I think you should do them both. <laughs> if you did one, should do the other. Mm-hmm. The funny part of that is, like, is the, like, so much cotton candy... Mm-hmm. Like it's what is that? A little squiggly there. You know, I'm I'm grabbing cotton candy and shit all the time. Mm-hmm. It's my grubby American hands. You guys know cotton candy, the machine where you can famously stick your hand in it with no <laughs> issues or no risk of like hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just wrap it around your finger. And- mm-hmm. <laughs> I put my head in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. After their little jet ski montage, Brew and this lady, they're laying on the beach. And this lady's going on about being a damn adrenaline junkie. And uh, she fucking grabs Brew's hand and like puts it up on her neck. She's like, you feel that? Like my heart's fucking racing. That's exactly what I did at the Buds tour last week. Mm-hmm. They and were both freaked out. A little back and forth here. The gist of this is... This woman is a fucking psycho. She likes to be choked. Yeah. But Brew, Brew's got sparks, man. Definitely sparks. And he says, all right, we're going out tonight. She says her name's Shannon. Now, after I did skip ahead, I'm sorry. So after the little Whitaker ceremony uh, explanation, we see that that Shannon lady, she's watching this whole thing. She, I, she like keys in on that scepter. She says to herself, stealing every moment of life, and she fucking runs off. Cut to Shannon being a damn catwoman, dude. She's running on the hotel rooftops. She sneaks in a window. She, starts- ain't, ca- she ain't catwoman because she jumps up on thunder at the end of this episode and barely fucking makes that shit. <laughs> 100% Dan. I also backed that up and watched a few times myself. <laughs> Um, Glad I wasn't the only one. No, she. (laughs) Look at like fucking Chris Farley jumping. Oh, dude, it's. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Inside this hotel room, she finds some steel attache cases that are uh, 
conveniently marked property of the royal crown. That's not a word. What? Yeah, repeat it, Dan. Attaché. Damn, I'm impressed. <laughs> That's not a word? It is. I was just joking. Don't do that shit. You know I'm sensitive <laughs> about my words. I do like Especially that. when they come to you in the form of a spec script. <laughs> I do like that this lady put on her uh, thief's beret to yeah, oh, 100%. complete this mission. <laughs> I will ask, is Lisa Ann still working? Because... She might be a little dated for that spec script. Edge it, dude. Okay. I'm subscribed to her Patreon, so yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> How much Patreon? is that costing that only you fans? A month? That's classy. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. How much is that costing you? I just uh, want to know how much she's charging. I don't like to talk numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Shannon snags the fake scepter. Edward is questioning the timing of this awarding ceremony. We uh, could get Lisa Ann on this show. Yeah, we could. He's getting the Medal of Naval Valor. And for some reason, he's wary and he's like stressing. He's like, I don't think it's like the right time. Don't worry, Brantley. We'll get you back on too when Lisa (laughs) stops by the pod. Stop Uh, giving us winks. (laughs) Trulani's out there. She's uh, setting up for this. Like, she has just been told, I guess, to do all of the decorations by herself because that's all she's doing this whole episode. Uh, is that part of her job? Like, I thought she was a bartender. Uh, we don't know what her job is. <laughs> She's local medicine woman. When, She's... when she okay. was hired, Kelly says, like, I, I stole her from another place to be a singer and a bartender. We've yeah. seen her cook. She's a babysitter. She's okay. She cooks yeah. a mean chicken. It's I, She's better than Kelly in that aspect. Like, Kelly's just a problem. Hmm. Like, Trelawney fixes stuff and does stuff around the place. Dr. Trulani, gotcha. Medicine Woman. Now, that's a show I would watch. Fuck, yeah. Yep. That should have mm-hmm. been a spinoff. <laughs> All right. So, Brew comes by, and Trelawney's like, I don't know. There's something like up with Edward. It's like he doesn't want this award. She says he's squatting on a dilly. Don't know what that means. But again, she has three years hey, experience. I'll send, you, I'll send you the Patreon invite. You'll figure it out real quick. <laughs> All right. That's and then we shouldn't name this show. <laughs> squatting on the dilly. All right. Let's let's rebrand for season we gotta, two. We got to grind. Okay. All right. So this is where the timeline's a little weird because yesterday, Bruce said he was going to come by and pick her up that night for the date, but then we saw her steal the scepter at night, and then this is the next day, and they're going out in the afternoon. Perfect show. No notes. Mm, Put that mm. away. He picks Shannon up for the date. Um, he basically, he, they joke about like him being kind of underdressed, but he's like, listen, my buddy's in a fucking monster jam. That's what I was going to take you to. And she's like, I fucking love monster trucks. My dad was a mechanic. My and dad like, was a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> she's part Playgore. <laughs> All right. We're at the jam, dude. And let the fucking B-roll begin of... Mm. I'm pretty sure I was at one of these monster jams when they shot these. Um, this this brought back some memories. Bones was definitely a monster jam kid. My wife and I have decided that when it comes through next time, I think we're going to take the daughter. Oh, hell yeah. Put the big cans on her and buy her a hot mm-hmm. dog. 
There's a there's gonna be monster trucks uh, in town here May 13th, and that's commencement day at the college I work at. So I'm not gonna be able to bring Marin. I was actually kind of bummed by it because it sounds like a blast. They do commencements on a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Maybe you can get uh, the students to revolt to <laughs> to push it a day. That would be a good grassroots. I'm sure they'd love to not graduate and be done with their college experience (laughs) for another week. All right. Spence and Amarillo, they're ready for their drag. One of them is in Reckless. The other one is in Gunslinger. Obviously, RJ wins. And obviously, they shot... uh, Hogan's fanfare wave reaction, <laughs> not in front of a crowd. Uh, it's pretty awful. Like his eyelines all fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's just a black curtain behind the truck that he's standing in front of. He does a random ripper to brew. It's it's cut beautifully. So this is where I was wondering, like, c- can you name a single uh, monster truck driver? Because they say his name as the driver winning, not the 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 monster truck like i would think gravedigger wins or whoever and not like the name of the driver do you think I, this is a like a monster truck driver problem like the truck becomes I, bigger than the person and or just, do you, hey, like, if you build the truck have that to big with that <laughs> you can't be mad no man bigger I, than that truck dude mm-hmm. yeah I'm I, I think I'm monster truck digger. drivers have the the like chillest egos of any like drivers out there because like they know the truck is the draw, not them. Yeah. But they still have to have this amazing skill and then just live with the fact that no one's gonna know that they're the driver of that truck. You know, yeah, they'll pop a wheelie and hold that wheelie and do like a backflip when they hit a car or whatever. You know, just unbelievable shit and yeah. just know that no one knows they're doing that. Yeah, at least I can still walk through the supermarket, says <laughs> Grave Digger's driver. Yes. I want to see that uh, Aronofsky film, dude. Oh, there you <laughs> the, go. <laughs> the driver instead yeah. of the wrestler. I think that's another Walter Walter Hill. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, we technically know a guy that's pretty close on the circuit. Hmm. Won't say his name though. Oh, okay. All right, but this uh, fanfare is short-lived, buddy, because we got fucking Megasaurus coming out to entertain. Uh, were you guys familiar with Megasaurus before this? I always thought the name was Truckasaurus, but I guess mm-hmm. I'm familiar I, with the idea. I, yes. I, I believe there is a Megasaurus and a Truckasaurus. Shit. Is one in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Or am I just... Because I was thinking about that today, and I was like, why Why is Pee Wee's Big Adventure ringing a bell? Like, like do this? they... Does he... Do the clowns, like, feed the bike to it in one of the nightmares or something? I think it's at, like, a... Yeah, like a gas station or some shit, I thought. Well, there are those uh, dinosaurs... At that place that he stops at, where he meets the one chick that wants to go to France. Anyway, Megasaurus is shooting flames and crushing cars. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I was going to make a stupid joke. I was just going to say, so when you say there's a Megasaurus and a Truckasaurus, is that like a deep impact Armageddon situation? 
someone heard one was being made and so they made a rival one or or what probably because Probably like I may the, be incorrect in saying that there are two, and it could just be that I have also heard both of those like interchangeable. Hmm. Because I wasn't sure. Now we don't have the best quality rips, so I was I wanted to make sure that I wasn't remembering or hearing Mechasaurus. Hmm. And if you you Google that, you get all sorts of like Godzilla type shit. And I ain't that ain't I'm a fucking Kong fam over here. Kong Stan, if you will. Team Kong. Same? I I always go for the underdog, yeah. Kong's definitely the underdog in in terms of Zilla. Absolutely. (laughs) Sorry, that joke wasn't worth it. Sorry to derail the podcast. (laughs) No, you're right. (laughs) It's the whole point of this show. (laughs) Maybe it's like a Greenland-Iceland thing where Megasaurus Mm. is actually the smaller of the two (laughs) car-eating dinosaurs. (laughs) Thank you, Kron. I don't think we've actually said that Megasaurus is a car-eating dinosaur. It is Mm -hmm. basically just hydraulics, jaws, and a flamethrower there to entertain kids while the fucking monster truck drivers are getting checked for CTE Mm -hmm. and shit before the funny cars come out. And I just want to be clear. I know that Greenland is bigger in size, but less of a draw than beautiful Iceland. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I got right. a download from India today. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa! Thanks for ignoring is, that. Is active Canada one? Is Canada your guys' biggest outside of the U.S. biggest mm-hmm. country for downloads? Canada, then you, then UK. That's same with us. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, Sorry. we appreciate it. Don't be sorry, Canada. Download more. We want to be number one, yeah. eh? I agree. Scandinavia is coming up. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. yes. Thank you to That's our uh, to our fan in Sweden. <laughs> They're getting um, ready for midsummer. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to get a Megasaurus set to your midsummer, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the whole time during this, Brew and his date are there, and let me tell you. I was just you, imagining him dropping the guy off the cliff. <laughs> kind of his mouth. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> I they do should. agree. It's better on the second viewing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. They should do it. I mean, be brave. Do a director's cut where you put back in all the Truckasaurus scenes. <laughs> Hear that, Ari Aster? Mm-hmm. Get on stop, it, dude. Stop being scared, Ari Aster. <laughs> yeah, quit fucking folding to the studio. Put Truckasaurus mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Sad to see that, you know. We okay. The Truckasaurus cut of Midsommar. <laughs> Brew and Shannon, they've been up in the stands the whole time. And this action, these monster trucks, and fucking Megasaurus, Shannon is flooding in her basement, if you know what I mean. All right? (laughs) Now, Brew goes up to uh, congratulate Spence backstage. He gives him, oh, man, this lady, I've never met anything like her. It's Sparks. Definitely Sparks. 
Now, Shannon, she's looking at the trucks, and she comes across fucking Amarillo. And she uses her fucking feminine neck throbs to charm him and says, uh, I Shoot need you to her. do something for Shoot her. She's like, I need you to do something for me. And he cannot resist. Cut two. We got Edward and Jess. They're dressed up all fancy-like. And Edward is freaking out because uh, all family are required to attend this ceremony. And like it or not, RJ is fucking family. Uh, and who's off screen? Fucking RJ showing up in his finest dress bandana. <laughs> and Edward and Jess, man, they think he looks fucking terrific. Now, Edward is sort of prepping RJ for this tea time with the queen. All right. He's like, don't eat any of the biscuits. They're super dry. All right. They're going to dry your mouth out. Don't spill anything. We're talking about vintage, irreplaceable fucking Victorian linen. Okay. And they ask you a question, answer it quickly. Don't fucking ramble on. All right. And RJ, he's smart. He's spec ops. He gets it. Now, this is the real queen, right? Like, this is, they got her for this. I couldn't believe they pulled this off. This In- was unbelievable. Incredible. Now, she is dead. Spoiler alert. She died. <laughs> Not at this time. That's what I'm saying. This thing is 30 years old. So, this is her. Oh, you're giving a Diablo spoiler that the queen yeah. died? Yeah, for, for world <laughs> history. <laughs> all right. Well, that's why it was so nice to get uh, to see this episode and see her, you know, in, in her, all her glory, doing her some prime, acting. In her yeah. prime. Out, outside of the glass casket. So hot. Yeah. So hot. I'm just thinking about all those people you just fucked up with that news. What? Hmm. This is where people come to get most of their news, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're not, then you just don't know. It is pretty incredible that um, our major news networks cover the British monarchy as though we did not fight a war <laughs> Love it. to not be underneath them anymore. <laughs> My what wife gets- what yeah. is this? My wife gets know. mad at me, dude. When we when I went on like baby leave, I spent two months in this prison of a house with a newborn baby, which I'm thankful for. But of course, she watches like today the Today Show and shit. Every day, they had a correspondent on there from England telling us what was going on with like the royal family. I'm like what? What? Why? She's like, they just, they just do it. People love the royal family. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, who cares? Who's watching this shit every day? When the queen actually died, my wife was watching it on the morning news, and I came out and I said, "We should be celebrating. <laughs> Another monarch is gone. <laughs> this what is what she- America was built for." <laughs> what did she say? I don't know. She'd probably offended. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. All right. Edward does not (laughs) heed his own advice. He eats a biscuit. He's spilling tea everywhere. It's a comedy of errors. Uh, The queen calls him out like, hey, that's irreplaceable. You're fucking rich, bitch. You Mm -hmm. can replace a fucking tablecloth. 
And also, why is she coming here? Shouldn't wouldn't it make a hell of a lot more sense for him to go there for the ceremony? Right. And you know the Royals famously bending over backwards for every, anybody and everybody mm-hmm. and, and going to their locations instead of demanding others come to them. I mean, and have you ever been to Florida? It's beautiful. I can think of no negatives to the state of Florida. Yeah, yeah it's great. Hey, Dan, excellent great point. governor, great. UK, famously dreary. Maybe she just wanted to get some fucking fresh air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe she heard fucking RJ was going to be in the Monster Jam. She's like, we got to go. I got to see Mechasaurus. Maybe she knew Mm -hmm. that Jessica knows a secret that nobody else knows. Oh, fuck, Dan. The queen had to just figure out an excuse to get to the Monster Truck Jam. Yeah. (laughs) like, Like, this whole thing was concocted around, how do I get to Florida that weekend? Mm hmm. Because like when they monster s- trucks flood the basement. When they sent Edward like the formal like notification that he was getting awarded, did he go like, "Man, what a bummer! I was in England three weeks ago." <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why he was complaining about the timing. Yeah. All right. So in this like bumbling, uh, Edward mentions something about Dunkirk, but finally he's like flustered and embarrassed, and he's like, "I gotta go." <laughs> Uh, RJ runs out after him. He confronts him. He's like, dude, what is going on? All right. And Edward tells him, hey, in the op of Dunkirk, right, there were a bunch of boats that were assigned to be decoy boats. And I was manning one of those. And my ship, it slipped anchor. And I, knowing it was a suicide mission, had fucking loaded up on a bunch of Navy rum, got fucking hammered. And apparently, while I was passed out drunk i took out a fucking u-boat and i don't even remember this thing because i was passed out and he's feeling guilty that he's going to be awarded the navy medal of honor for something that he doesn't even remember you take that shit bro yeah Mm -hmm. that's something to be proud of it's like every time i get home after i'm shit-faced i'm like yeah that's a victory that you made it home that what? you've driven yourself, <laughs> yourself <laughs> blackout drunk to your house. <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> All right. Another victory for Dan. <laughs> My head hurts. Call the fucking home. queen. <laughs> Dig her ass up. All right. We see Shannon and Amarillo. They're walking by this giant gift-wrapped tent. She'll love it. Hmm. Shannon shows up on Thunder and uh Bruce shows off his uh shows off the boat. She says she wants the ride of a lifetime. So Brew takes her out on the open water. Make me feel it, Brew. ROC for hyperspeed. Man, does she love it, but uh, she wants some more. She wants the pilot. She convinces Brew to let her drive, but first she has to get Thunder to set up the fucking control profile which is basically apple face id i guess um she says i spent my lifetime chasing thrills but this is the best bruce says yeah the thunder scare is pretty hard to top she initiates autopilot and man she makes her move this is international waters too so 
anything goes. No rules, baby. We got a high school band preparing to greet the queen. Brew meets up with Shannon. And she's like, uh, get the fuck off of me. She wants nothing to do with him all of a sudden. Edward and that uptight lady, they're questioning the giant tent that's on the beach. He's like, this wasn't my gift. I don't know what this was. Amarillo walks by. Yeah. Amarillo walks by and he's like, man, Queen's going to love this shit. And I got told that I'm going to be on the cover of the National Enquirer. They're bumping Bat Boy. (laughs) Yeah. I literally wrote, Bat Boy says, get in line, you redneck fuck. (laughs) All right. The fanfare begins. We got fireworks and cheering. Edward approaches the Queen and he accepts his medal. Right at this time, Shannon pulls out a little remote, and she activates whatever was in the tent. God damn it. It's fucking Megasaurus, dude. It slowly activates, creeps up. People are like, what the fuck is this? Even the queen's a little embarrassed. <laughs> She's loving it, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. Megasaurus slowly rolls up to a little beach cabana and ignites it with its fire breath. Uh, Not on the first attempt, by the way. It took him a little bit to get this thing to light. (laughs) The crowd starts freaking out. RJ climbs up uh, Megasaurus, and Amarillo yells at him like, Hey, dude, the only way you're going to stop it is to break the hydraulic line behind the jaws. Edward steps in front of the queen, uh, but in the chaos, Shannon is able to switch out the little scepters. She kind of grabs the real one and puts back the fake one. Jess loses her Amarillo action figure underneath the podium. Uh, Brew went over to help a, uh, I think it was like the band leader that fell in the chaos. And he grabs the baton and throws that up to RJ. I thought and it was RJ, a flute. Was it a flute? It was a flute. I oh, think. shit. I Okay. <laughs> I, I thought it, you know what I'm talking about? Like the marching band leader, basically a scepter. God damn mm-hmm. this show working stuff in. All right. Now, RJ uses this to fucking puncture the back of Mechasaurus and get in and eventually rip out the hydraulic lines. Now, while this is going on, Shannon barely jumps onto the bow of thunder (laughs) and is able to sneak off with the boat. Now that she's got a fucking user profile and she's able to activate it with a voice recording of Brew. RJ has to boot the queen off the podium politely so he can lift it up and get Jess free. And uh, and in this triumphant little uh, spot here, we hear somebody say, Smile, everyone. This is for the cover of the National Enquirer. Cool. Incredible. We had to pay that mm-hmm. off, I guess. <laughs> now, Brew notices that well, Thunder's taken off. Don't be mad now that they're working stuff in. <laughs> you... Like no, so but I'm just, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. It was just a funny insert of a guy saying, smile, everyone. This is for the cover of the National Enquirer. This guy's a fucking boom operator or something that they <laughs> kicked the line to. <laughs> All right. Bruce sees Thunder taken off. He kicks off his shoes and dives after it. Now, when Thunder pulled off, it went over some buoys or something, and it's now dragging a rope. Bruce able to grab hold of this. And he's got a, he gets a fucking ski sequence. All right. It's Chris's turn to play. First name shit. He slowly pulls his way up to the stern of the boat. He sneaks in. And right at this point, Shannon tries to uh, activate hyperspeed, but he stops her. 
She pulls a gun on him. It's a shame about those sparks. He karate kicks the gun out, gets her in a wrist lock, and then he throws her into the dive chamber. Come on, Brew tells, let's murder suicide. It's going to be a rush. <laughs> it's the only way I can get off. Feel my throat. I'm so hard right now. <laughs> Is that an Adam's apple? And, and Brew just has to reluctantly tell Thunder to cancel Shannon Doherty. Thunder then gets on Twitter and starts a hashtag. Yeah, the, oh, I was going to say the boat like lights her on fire. Yeah. Edward and the family, they are on Thunder out at sea, and they are setting the metal out to sea. RJ and the uptight lady, though, they, they tell Edward some information. They say that, uh, hey, we did some digging, and it turns out while you were drunk as shit, you genuinely fucked with that German U-boat for like two hours. Like you <laughs> actually were a hero. You did save a bunch of lives. And uh, fuck that little metal that you just pushed out to sea because the queen's going to fucking knight you, dude. And the queen comes up from below deck. Now remember, Thunder's bigger on the inside, so she had plenty of room. Mm-hmm. She comes up. They knight Edward. And just as uh, the queen famously, I don't know if you guys knew this, loved to drive and pilot things. She would drive out on her property. I think she was, didn't she sort of drive during the war? Well, didn't she? I thought she used to be a mechanic during yeah, the war. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you know what? There's one last thing she wants to do. She wants to drive Thunder. So RJ lets her pilot for a while. And as they drive by, we see poor Brew walking alone on the beach. And that was the Queen of Hearts. We did it. Brantley, you're a champ. Yeah. This is a, this is great. Yeah, this is a this is a blast. Thank you guys for having me on. Plug Brantley, time, my dude. Plug it away, Beth. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, come check out the Horror Drafts podcast. Uh, Bones was just on. He had brought us the idea of doing a, an entirely different kind of horror draft. So it's a, a fun off formula kind of episode, which um, I had a lot of fun during. I hope I hope you found that uh, helpful, Bones. Um, Ron is going to be on there real soon. Uh, he's going to be drafted. Well, actually... His episode will probably come out by the time this episode comes out. Sorry. Um, so we just got to get Dan on here again. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find Horror Drafts wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and we're usually like Horror Drafts or Horror Drafts Pod on like Instagram and uh, Twitter. But I don't, I'm not really on Twitter anymore. So I don't blame you. Mostly Insta. Fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. They're canceling Shannon's on there all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But thank you guys for having me on. This has been uh, this has been a lot of fun. I'm I'm so happy I got to uh, come on and talk Thunder in Paradise and meet a couple uh, kick-ass directors. So this was fun. Yeah, it's so cool that the guests always get to meet the directors, and it's always like yeah. iffy if we get to meet them. But mm-hmm. Brantley, I've met, both, I've met both of them. Oh, yeah, but you've never met fucking uh, Cajun Cron. That's true. That's and he's true. so popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't want to meet Nate Hands. Oh, I was going to say, you haven't met Nate Hands either. He, he's great. No, he's disgusting. I hate him. 
Oh, he's that's why he's so great. He's disgusting. <laughs> he cracks me up every time. By far my favorite character that I mean that comes on. I didn't mean by far to say everyone else is not as good, but you know, he he just tickles my funny bone for some reason. Wow. <laughs> A disgusting man. <laughs> An incredible statement to me. Everybody's got a dark side. They need tickled every once in a while. I guess so. I don't know what it is. It's just you literally. Last time I heard him on the episode, he just started talking. I hadn't even made a joke yet, and I was already kind of giggling to myself. That's good shit. Oh man, it is. Well, it is. Brantley, we're not blowing smoke. If people like Five Day Rentals, they absolutely should be listening to horror drafts. You've been nothing but a great supporter, friend of the show. I'd go so far as to say you're like, to steal from Batman Forever, a cousin who visits all the time. All right? You're pod family, buddy. Hell yeah. All right? Same same for all of you on horror drafts. Absolutely. You're a real Uncle Bingo. Right? That's a Batman thing, right? (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Doesn't the Joker call somebody Uncle Bingo or something? (laughs) Probably, and I'm embarrassed that I can't tell you yes or no. Oh, look it up. Are you talking is, it 89? A, is it Jack? Yeah, it's Jack Nicholson. Is it in the uh, fucking uh, mob scene? The elevator? Yeah. It's when he's got like the top hat on. Oh, when he says uh, he wrote it with this pen, with blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he throws it in the dude's neck. Yeah. Hello, Vinny. It's your Uncle Bingo. Oh, okay. So he calls himself Uncle Bingo. Yeah, he calls yeah, himself call. Uncle Bingo. Okay. <laughs> Shame on me. Brantley, you got to go, man. It's so late on the East Coast. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Dan, in the show. Ladies and gentlemen, the box set episodes 11, 12, and 13 of Thunder in Paradise. Join us next week. For the conclusion of QT's Cuties, Cron Howard, what are we watching? Oh, we're going to be watching uh, Tough Guys Don't Dance from 1987. I think that's right. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Brantley. It's going to be a nightmare. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for um, sitting through whatever this is we can't keep extending the goodbye all right i love you splash get out of here man go go take it yes thank you splash and burn (laughs) splash and burn splash and burn splash and burn